Uh, are you wearing red or pink? Uh, these? Yes. These are these are actually red. They might appear pink because they I'm sitting in front of the window with a heavy the uh, light mm. uh, brightening them up to pink. But uh, mm. no, I finally got some some earbuds to do this. No microphone nice. in there, so we don't have to worry about the, oh. the double <laughs> recording. Okay, cool. Um, so you can actually hear finally, me and everything okay? Yes, yeah, everything sounds great. Perfect. And it's a lot better than these huge goddamn DJ yeah. headphones because they're, they're made to like compress on your ear so uh. it's easier to hear the music or whatever. But uh, yeah, like sitting down for one or more <laughs> hours... It it's is. not like there's like a club around you yeah. or uh, a lot of other music going around you, like <laughs> yeah. thumping around that you need to block out. You're just sitting in a room, so yeah, yes. you don't really need yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, I really don't need like, it, it feels like uh, two muscle men are like standing on either side of my head, just like smashing their, their fists into my ears. Mine, really, see, really clamp down. I like that uh, description. Mine are not that bad. Mine are just like over the ear, but um, you know they're just like regular headphones, basically. Yeah. Uh, not not quite as nice as yours were. So yeah, that uh, that that description was uh, apt for yours, <laughs> I imagine. What well, I thought about getting some headphones like you've got, but uh -huh. then I was like, oh, I'll just get some cheap earbuds for eight dollars on yep. Amazon. There you go. And uh, Stephen, that's what I did. Hey, that's all I right. I did exactly that. <laughs> So. Because we like Amazon, we like cheap things. <laughs> That's right. I cheap guess. and quick. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think we're just going to head right into it, because uh, last time we went forever, so what do you say? We're just doing it. We're doing it, Stephen. We're Excellent. back. Hey, and you said my name for me, Brent. I did. What? <laughs> I ruined it. I'm lost in the show now. Nope. We're going with <laughs> it. Uh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, a uh, pop culture podcast. Welcome. Here we are again <laughs> for the <laughs> final time. <laughs> no, we got to keep going. I haven't checked. Oh, okay. By the way, have you checked uh, the other LTAS to see if the they, other one? I checked earlier this week and they hadn't released another episode. So hopefully, uh, I haven't. I haven't uh, checked recently, but yeah. uh, I'll, I'll check if you want to go into what uh, yeah. what today's topic is. Uh, today's show topic. Uh, we're going to do a double feature of what we do in the shadows and get out. Kind of going along with our, you know, we're going. We're making a theme essentially of sort of this new horror. Um, stuff that uh, brings a lot of comedy, and it's kind of an extension of our, our last topic about Cabin in the Woods, uh, and we're going to talk about a few other ones too, but uh, do some main topics on this, so should be a good show. Those will be the main focus yes. of, the, uh, of the episode. But they will not be two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be four hours <laughs> long. That's right, because <laughs> there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I checked, and they have not added a new episode Excellent. since September 24th, so... I guess tentatively, yep. uh, we're, we're still the longest running yeah. LTAS. I think once we get past one extra, I'll feel good about it. I'll feel comfortable. Right now, I yes. feel like they're chasing us all the time. So. <laughs> yes. It's much like running from a horror villain. Exactly. You look over your shoulder, they're constantly behind you, yep. no matter how fast you run. It, see, guys, it's horror month. It all fits <laughs> in. <laughs> it's all connected. Um, but first, before we jump into all of that stuff, um, I do want to mention that uh, you can follow us on Twitter at LTA. Pod. That's Let's Talk About Stuff Pod. Uh, and uh, go follow us there because uh, why not? We, uh, we, post some, we post some fun stuff. Uh, I think, we, yeah. You, you handle the Twitter account and uh, you post a lot of funny stuff uh, that I like and you interact with our, our fans, maybe. <laughs> the, the rotating our, fan spot. Basically, our, uh, our podcast friends is what I've done. Right? It's your podcast <laughs> friends that I, I started listening to as well. So uh, we're all friends. <laughs> yes, we're, we're all one big happy family. <laughs> As of today, uh, or actually as of about 20 minutes ago, I actually posted a couple of um, posters from both Get Out and What We Do in the Shadows. Mm -hmm. um, the Get Out ones are 
uh, from Mondo. So some oh, of the artists cool. that work with Mondo. Uh, so they're obviously top quality. Yeah. And um, the other ones I found for what we do in the shadows, I couldn't find anything through Mondo's website. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure who the, oh, yeah. the artists are or if they're fan-made or professionally done, but they both look pretty badass. Cool, so yeah. go check those out at LTASpod on Twitter. I need to do that. I will after the show. <laughs> I love alternative posters, like all the stuff. I love that we're like in this age of uh, all this yeah. art, you know, uh, for, for movies and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. And uh, send us your questions or show topic ideas by emailing us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And uh, as I had to type that in a little bit before the show, I realized that is really long, and we do apologize again. It is the name <laughs> of our, our email because it's the name of our show. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. So, but please, please email us. Yes, yeah. It was a necessarily long name. Uh, It's it's what was available. Yep, it's what what was available. (laughs) And uh, speaking of super long uh, email account names, um, we had an email from Zion Brown uh, who had to resend it to us because he left out uh, the podcast in it. And uh, that's more our fault than his, I think. But but we do appreciate the email, Zion, and uh, he gave us permission to read that on yeah. the show. So, Stephen, if you would, please. I am very excited to, uh, to read this for Zion. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller here. Love the show so far. Been listening to most of the episodes, but haven't gotten to all of them. Figured I'd let you know I've given you both new names after listening to a few episodes. Brent, I've dubbed you T-Rex. The T is for testicular. The reasons <laughs> yes. are as numerous as they are grandiose. And Stephen, <laughs> you are now milk toast for your delightful overuse of the word. I like that you're single-handedly bringing the word out of obscurity into the limelight. Good on you. And congratulations to both of you on your most recent victory, read Total Domination, of your rival podcast. Well done. Have a beer and or scotch to celebrate. You earned it, kids. Verbosely yours, Zion. Zion, thank you so much for that. That was fantastic. (laughs) I love being uh, testicular Rex. Uh, I love dinosaurs, and I have testiculars, so this is perfect. Testiculars? I like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know that I like being called Milk Toast, but I'm okay with bringing it back into uh, usage because uh, it describes... (laughs) Some good people like the villain in Wonder Woman. I'll, I'll be, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'll be honest. When I first read Zion's email and I got to the word milk toast, uh-huh. my brain did not recognize it at oh, first. It's fucking and weird tra- looking. It yeah. is. It is. Um, it's not just in my LK and then toast afterward. It's like there's a Q in there. Yeah. I think like an X and W and oh, the yeah. number four. It's weird. It's Most weird of that silence. Word. Yeah, or silent. Yeah. But yeah, it is uh, uh, really weird looking. But uh, yeah. hey, it, it fits situations and I will use it <laughs> when it does. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, as per his request, yeah. we will uh, talk about our drinks now. I think, um, you know, I'm going to go first this time. You should. Just because I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't have some... Super exciting picks. I think I uh, really maxed out my uh, drink excitement with the uh, <laughs> the purple monkey drink a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, so now it's all just downhill from here. You hit point, peak, so. peak excitement. Yeah. You'll get yeah. it back. You'll get it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my uh, my beer today is uh, it's called Lone Star Beer. Um, I'm not not sure if you've heard of it or not. Uh, the oh, national. Yeah. The National Beer of Texas. I like that it's the um, National Beer that sounds of, very a, Texas. of a state. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also very Texas. It has, uh, it's called Lone Star, but there's one, two, three stars on it. What? So um, Lone Star means add several stars. <laughs> so Amanda hates all the stars here in Texas. They're on houses. They're in houses. They're on pillows. They're on signs. They're on our highways. They're on our beer. Uh, they're everywhere. People love that. 
<laughs> they are everywhere. Yeah. And uh, it drives <laughs> my wife and I nuts whenever we're driving through yeah. through Dallas and there's just like stars on like yeah. the the bridges and yeah. everything. Oh yeah. my god. I never knew it was that yeah that much. But uh, Lone Star, I, I compare it to the uh, I say it's like the Budweiser of Texas beers. So, oh great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the most common one here, you know? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. The, for, for Texans. I kind of figured it's uh it was part of a pick six that I got, sure. and I had already tried some of the other ones, um, and then the other ones were IPAs, so yeah, I thought, oh, yeah. well, this one's different than the other ones, so I'll... I You'll probably I'll... like this one more. It, uh, yeah. the, the labeling reminds me of uh, Red Stripe, oh, uh, yeah. which we've discussed before, but, uh, but we'll, we'll see. We'll give it a, a taste here. <clears throat> much like a much like a bucking bronco from Texas, it galloped towards my mouth as I tilted it up. I didn't want to and, talk because uh, I didn't want to ruin it because I was kind of laughing at you just watching it. I was like, something's wrong. <laughs> um, but no, it's good. It's not not bad. But yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's not bad. Uh, it's kind of uh, it tastes a little bit. Uh, well, like you said, like a Budweisery. Yeah. Kind of uh, just like a standard. It's nothing like special, but it's kind of like corporate beer, man. Oh, I'm man. Not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> really into it. I liked all the, all the voices you're doing lately. By the way, like uh, the Jaws one. Jaws. Uh, <laughs> so I can't do that. I I'm I feel like I'm fairly good at repeating other voices that people might have around me or that I hear around, but. I like it so much that I keep trying to do it in my real life, or like around Amanda or whatever, because we keep joking about it. And I, I'll try it, and every time I'm like, I'm not good at it. Like, it just doesn't work. But uh, I'm glad I can listen to it on that podcast for uh, eternity, because it's, it's awesome. Oh, boy! <laughs> or like that, I was thinking about the... Um, at it, whenever we told the girls to be quiet, I told the girls to be quiet, and that you, oh, yeah. you were like that guy next to my dad was like, yeah. <laughs> when you do that, it cracks me up. I think that, I think that was also the Jaws voice. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, I'm just glad that you're bringing that gift to the world. Is all I'm saying. So, <laughs> what um, do you have to drink? So I went to Texas as well, and I went with uh, an old standby brewery, St. Arnold's Brewery. Uh, the Saint uh, patron saint of beers, mixing my words yep. together. But uh, I got you're, there. You're cut off <laughs> already. Yeah. But officer, I haven't even opened it. <laughs> um, I, so I did their Oktoberfest, which is one of my favorite Oktoberfests. And mm-hmm. um, I actually looked at my fridge for the rest that I have, and I, I have one uh, like autumn kind of shandy. So we'll see. That's kind of like a usually like a lighter, like fruitier beer. Uh, but I have three Oktoberfests, so I'll be mostly doing those the next uh, few weeks. But uh, I like this one a lot, so uh, always a, a good standby. Okay. Mmm. Yep. Tastes like October? Tastes like October. It really does. <laughs> I'll give it that. I will say that, yes. <laughs> Oktoberfest beers really nail that October flavor. <laughs> I can see you picking the leaves out of your mouth right now. <laughs> well, they don't filter, uh, and I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, they figure your teeth are a filter. I don't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know. <laughs> It's what it is. You have to deal with it if you like it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> they just rake them up in a pile and like as they're like <laughs> pouring the vats into the bottles, they just pour the, the leaves in the vats and it just all drains down it's there. It's like I got a little bit of a cat pee. Got some, uh, <laughs> got some dirt. Got a lot of dirt. Um, there's some wind in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. I don't know how they capture that, but... Uh, Must have been made in Oklahoma then. Super good. <laughs> That's what we've got. You know... Um, this is a this is a craft beer, and uh, that's why oh, I get okay. all those flavors, and you don't out of your beer because um, that's corporate. So if you yes, want, because I have this fancy <laughs> beer. If you want 
the leaves and the wind and the dirt, you need to get craft beer. That's what I'm saying. And cat pee. And cat pee. I don't know over there instead of dog pee. Not a lot of cats are outside, but uh, there is one no, I like around that. here. I like so, that. Yeah. Black cats, you know, yep. Halloween. It all ties in. <laughs> oh, there Steven. you go. See, yes. You did it unconsciously. Dude, I didn't even mean to, but yes. I, 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 it's actually <laughs> Salem from uh, the uh, Melissa Joan Hart version of Sabrina's Teenage Witch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> This is such a great episode so far, I must say. I'm very proud of it. I like to send uh, a couple of my friends um, Salem gifts that I find. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've gotten some from you. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You, you are one of those yep. friends. <laughs> so like send those. And uh, I sent one to Brandy, and she was like, I don't know I don't know what this is. Why are you doing this to me? Um, so I want to jump into this real quick. This actually helps because the uh, next thing is our mini topics. So real quick, I don't think we've discussed that they have announced a, uh, a spinoff of Sabrina the Teenage Witch from Riverdale. That's right. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Um, yeah. But I'm excited to see what they do with Salem because Riverdale is like dark and I hope that the new show is that way. Uh, but I, that was mm-hmm. like the best part of that show was, uh, was Salem. <laughs> that weird, quips. like poorly, poorly animatronic yes. cat. Yeah. Cat puppet. The cat puppet. Versus, oh, God. It was, oh, it was, it was bad. Uh, but I remember, I remember seeing the, uh, the guy who did the voice for Salem. Uh-huh. He was on an episode, an early episode of that 70s show. He oh, picked funny. up. Ashton Kutcher uh-huh. and uh, was trying to trying to get a BJ from him. Oh, uh, he was a truck driver. So, oh, oh, those are the the, the, <laughs> are the the two things I know about. He's claimed that, the fame. That, that actor, yeah. Um, but yes, I yeah, I'm, I'd be uh, looking forward to that Sabrina yeah. show. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm just not a fan of the the original show. Uh-huh. Like it was on back in the day. Yeah, I watched it because it, that's that's all we had. We didn't have cable, so. <laughs> Like this, I, and then yeah. I was just trying to get to whatever was after it. I think I don't. I don't. I mean, I watched the show. Um, at least uh, I, I remember watching it when it was on, but not like every season or whatever. Not like religiously, but um, mm. uh, and I have no real desire to go back to it. But uh, but I am excited yeah. for the Riverdale spinoff. I think that'd be cool because uh, it sounds good with that that team behind it still. So yeah, I think it's supposed to be like you said, darker yeah. and focus more on like the well, the darker aspects yeah. of witchcraft and and all of that stuff, which is cool um, too. Like. Because in Riverdale so far, we really haven't gotten anything like supernatural. It's it's all just yeah. you know like a story. Um, so I'm like, okay, so this is gonna be a part of the same world. Like, um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need supernatural and, and Riverdale by any means, but uh, yeah. But I do love a lot of uh, TV shows that do like Halloween episodes. And if they did like a crossover, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I'd be all right. And that's what that's what the CW does. Yeah, um, they yeah. do that with their the superhero shows. Like they do an annual like yeah. crossover thing. So um, they could. Yeah, they could that'd be that. cool. Please do that, yeah. CW. I know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, let's move on to some of the other things yeah. that we've got here. New York Comic Con is this weekend. Oh, cool. And um, Todd McFarlane, who's the creator of Spawn, and uh, he did some work for Marvel mm-hmm. back in the day as well. He's been wanting to make a, a new Spawn movie for a long time. Uh, did you ever see the old Spawn movie, the I've one seen from the 90s? Part, I remember like seeing it, but not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, like, John yeah. Leguizamo's in it. It's like a really yes. weird character. As, as the clown, yeah. 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 But uh, I remember being like pretty dark. I, I, it was definitely a movie I was not supposed to be watching um, <laughs> yes. when I was yeah. a kid. At that I, time. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, don't, I was wondering when you put this on, I'm, I'm kind of um, excited to hear about the new one, but um, I wasn't like, a, I'm not a huge Spawn fan. I just kind of remember that movie and that's pretty much it. So Spawn is noted as being one of the longest running independent comics of all time. Oh, cool. It's like, it's, it's coming up on issue 300 here in the next nice. couple of years, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, 
<laughs> the movie from the 90s, it was cool at the time, mm-hmm. I guess. But if you go back and watch it, you're like, wow, this is this looks terrible. Oh, like really? Special <laughs> effects and, and everything. The acting is really poor. But it was all we had back in the day. Yeah, again, um, yeah. The 90s were a terrible time, apparently. <laughs> it was just they, they really were all, all the way around. <laughs> Mostly know. just stuff we, we just had to do because that's all there was. <laughs> yeah. and then, you really just had to deal with whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, so he's been wanting to make an updated Spawn movie for a long time. He's been wanting to make sure it's R-rated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the previous one, I don't know if it was R-rated or PG-13. But I think it was R. I, th- I feel like that's why I wasn't supposed to be watching it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. Um, I think they said fuck in it maybe a couple of times. Yeah. But there's not, not nudity or a lot of gore in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new movie is going to be a hard R. Um, he said that he wants it to be more R-rated than, like, Deadpool was. Yeah. <laughs> he gave that as an example. And that had a lot of, like, people getting their limbs cut off and decapitated and all that shit in there. Um, so this one's going to be a lot uh, a lot darker than the previous one. It will have um, Spawn as a, uh, instead of, like, the main character that you see through his eyes and follow him, he's more going to be like a, uh, he compared it to Jaws, where hmm. it's kind of looming around, but you don't, it's more about the the people that I guess are in the in, in I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's it's not going to to follow Spawn. It's just going to uh, he's going to be a presence in the movie That's and might m- maybe have a, a larger presence towards the end. But yeah. he's not going to be the the lead of the film, I guess. Uh, that, so I think that'd be a cool yeah a cool way to to go about it. That sounds like a cool yeah. idea. And he actually has it funded through uh, Blumhouse. So oh, wow, they, nice. they, they decided to give him the money to do it. And his uh, he's had the opportunity to have Spawn made at other studios, but the issue is he's wanted to write it and direct it himself, mm-hmm. and not a lot of people are willing to do that. So yeah. went to, uh, to uh, Blumhouse. They decided to do it. They're going to start filming in February, yeah. which is some news that came out of NYCC uh, a couple of days ago, actually. Yeah, cool. So, um I don't know how it's going to turn out. Uh, I guess it's going to be more of a, a horror movie than an action movie mm-hmm. like the, the previous one. But That's cool. I don't know. Maybe he can pull it off. We'll, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, that's so, neat. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been hearing some news about it. I, I like that he's like the creator and he's going to have creative control over the movie. That sounds really rad. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blumhouse is awesome. Uh, they produced uh, Get Out yep. uh, as well that we'll talk about later. And and uh, they've been, yeah, uh, a good force in, uh, in horror production in the last few years and stuff. So... A lot of the stuff they put out is is just really top notch. So that's uh, yeah, cool news, man. Yep. So first off, if you hear me uh, clear my throat or coughing or sniffling, I apologize. During this podcast, I believe I'm getting a cold, so I uh, hope it's not annoying. And hopefully, I just didn't uh, make you notice it the whole time. So <laughs> <laughs> I've done that in the past. I hate whenever people are like, "Oh, I didn't even notice it until you mentioned it." I'm like, "Damn it." I know that's all I hear. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going back to uh, Black Cats talking and in wonderful ways, um, <laughs> I wanted to bring up Hocus Pocus because uh, towards the end of the last podcast, I briefly brought it, brought it up and you didn't say anything. And I thought that was weird. But um, afterwards, uh, you, your wife, Brandy, and my wife, Amanda, and I all had a uh, text conversation about uh, how apparently you actually don't like the movie Hocus Pocus, Brent. So let's discuss. Yes. Yeah. 
So the way that was brought up is uh, <laughs> my wife said she had a criticism about our show. Yes. She listens weekly, to my surprise. I know, that's And great. she says that she likes it, but she doesn't like that we don't disagree on things, or yeah. if we do, we don't really, like, get into it or whatever. I said, yeah, because we're friends, and we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to start an argument. We just yeah. want to talk about stuff we like. But she's, So I mentioned that in the group text to all of you, and then it came yeah. out my dirty, <laughs> dirty secret that uh, I, uh, I don't like Hocus Pocus, and uh, it's not that I don't, that I think it's a bad movie, I'm just burnt out on it, uh, like I've seen it so many times, you know? Sure. Uh, That's what you say, but I've... is that true? Do we need to get into an <laughs> argument now, Brett? No, <laughs> fuck that movie. <laughs> you um, take it back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I've just, I've just seen it way too many times, yeah. and uh, it, that would happen if I watched any movie. Uh, any number of times like if I watched any of the, the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe movies over and over and over again I'd, I'd get sick of it um, is but, it because uh, Brandy's always playing it is uh, that- she plays it a lot she plays it <laughs> a lot uh, or at least she did uh, several years ago yeah anyway um, and I just get I didn't, I'm just I, I, I don't have it in me to, to rewatch that same story over and over again but uh, I, I mean she's done that with, with other movies as well yeah but. well it's, it's one of my favorites that I watch. Uh, I don't really watch it throughout the year at all. I just watch it uh, in October, essentially, in the fall. Um, it, I like that movie because it, it has a very fall feeling to me. I love uh, not only the Salem stuff, like, in the beginning, but later on, like, the town itself, that it, it looks um, very, like, picturesque or whatever uh, of, like, autumn. And uh, Amanda and I are just, like, big fans of all of that, and, like, everything comes along with it, including Oktoberfest mm-hmm. beers. Um, so that's a big part of it to me, but yeah, it's just like a staple of my childhood that I, I still love. So, um, yeah. I watch it, we watch it a whole lot during October. Um, we try to watch it early, um, and then watch it often. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I kind of get that. Uh, yeah, I get Brandy side more of it maybe than yours, but, um, <laughs> but I also understand like, I, I don't know how many times you've seen it. it. She plays it a lot. I mean, like. You know, if it's not your choice, especially, yeah, that can get a, that can get a, to be a lot, so that's fine. Well, she she will do this thing where she will, when we're getting ready to go to bed, she'll put on a movie, uh-huh. and she'll, like, watch it as she's going to sleep. So this movie's playing in the background. She's watched about 15 to 20 minutes of it, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm stuck watching it because she puts the remote <laughs> on her side of the bed, and I'm over there, like, reading on my end of it, yeah. and I'm just, I, I feel like I've seen it probably 90 times more than her <laughs> just because of that. That's hilarious. So, well, hey, that's okay. Yeah. Um, Brandy, I don't think this was the, quite the bloodbath you were expecting uh, with us talking about it today, but uh, we did disagree, <laughs> and that's how we disagree as friends. I don't know. That's how you and I are. I mean, yeah, uh, it's just, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I respect your your yeah, opinion, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm willing to say that you are, are right and enjoying it. It's just uh, I, I just okay. Let me let me put it to you like this. So um, when I was younger, let's say maybe 11, 12, mm-hmm. something like that, my stepdad he worked at a uh, a uh, man, what a, uh, like a big rig repair shop uh-huh. thing. Like he worked on um, those big um, what do you call them? Like semi. You know what trucks? I'm talking? Semi trucks. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> it totally escaped me. He worked on those, and he worked for um, I don't want to say the company's name unless <laughs> something happens. But he worked for a, a company that would haul um, the, the the semi trucks would haul uh, refrigerated goods to. Restaurants, okay, all, all kinds of different restaurants, and um, they would occasionally give him some of those, whatever they were hauling, mm-hmm. just because they had extras that they would give 
the employees, and they could then give them out to the, the people who repair the trucks. <laughs> Sounds legit, right? So This fell off a truck. Now right? I know how. <laughs> and it's food, so yummy. <laughs> So um, my my stepdad he brought home one day this like huge like sack of uh, the McDonald's apple pies. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, we had them no joke for probably eight months, a year, something like that in our in our freezer. We had a separate freezer, and I am still sick of them. Oh wow! Like, I'm just so burnt out on that's them. That's I, I get burnt out on things. It's just okay. That's who I am as a person. Hey, that's all right. Sorry. You uh, you enjoy them in a blazing glory, and then uh, and then they die in a, uh, a flicker yes. of light. It's okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's a good way to put it. Yep, that's okay. Hey, um, I I respect some of your opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I respect uh, if that's how, you know if it's if if you can't watch Hocus Pocus ninety more times than anybody else, I, you know that's okay. Um, I'm trying to think of, I, I've seen that movie well over a hundred times, I'm sure. Oh yes, I'm sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I don't really burn out on a lot of things. I keep them going for forever, so. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there was a time that you had, when you lived here at Broken Arrow, you had a, um, a, a showing uh-huh. of Focus Pocus oh, yeah. at your house, yeah. and you had like the, the, uh, the projector out, you mm-hmm. had the, uh, Man, what did you use as a screen back then? Uh, I, I used to remember. have like a, like a real screen that would like, uh, lift up, or sometimes like a sheet, but, uh. I had yeah. like a yeah, I had a couple different screens actually, yeah. Yeah, you had that, and uh, I know you guys made uh, the, the Harry Potter oh, drink. Butterbeer. Butterbeer. Okay, it was. yeah, I remember looking at yeah, recipes yeah. for that. That's so. Funny. That was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was a good time. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, cool. So that's yeah. the, that's like the fall type of stuff that like makes you think of that. So that's cool that at least that's a good memory for you. So. Yes. Yeah. No. That's that's the the one light in that dark dark tunnel of hocus pocus for me was the the butterbeer yeah. at your house. Hey, that that works. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, kind of leading into uh, our main topics of what we do in the shadows and get out, uh, we wanted to talk about some of the what we're just calling new horror. I guess I don't I don't know. It's it's not really like a, a branding for it. They're not all really the same. Um, the the way I kind of worded it was that they are all things that are they have lots of humor thrown in. Um, they kind of some of them are like satire. Some of them all of them are, are mostly like self aware. Um, okay. But yeah. I, we wouldn't really. I don't know how to like really categorize it in, in any way. Uh, but, uh, anyway, so we wanted to talk about some of these movies kind of in the, in the, the realm of these two that we're talking about today in the, the cabin of the woods. Um, and, uh, just kind of briefly touch on a few. So, um, the first one that, uh, that I'd had was cabin of the woods, which we already, you know, discussed at length. So, uh, I'll only say pretty much that, you know, obviously it's, it's very, uh, self-aware of what it is and kind of turns the genre on its head. A lot of these do that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty cool, um, and and has a, a good amount of humor. In yeah, that as well. for sure, sprinkled in and stuff. And that movie as well is not even that scary all the time. It's it's gory at parts, or whatever. But yeah, just kind of mm-hmm. funny, and then it gets you thinking. And it's it's kind of a new way to look at horror and uh, uh, the tropes, basically, that we kept talking about last week. That uh, turning those on their head and, and changing it up. Um, right. Another big one uh, that I, I kind of consider, I know there are movies from the 80s and all kinds of stuff that are kind of satire or self-aware from, from different genres, or uh, sorry, different decades and stuff, but I feel like this all kind of started with Scream in 96. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of doing like the typical slasher of the 80s, but all the characters knew about those 80s slashers just as much as we did, and that was a, kind of a cool yeah. thing to, to, to see then. 
Um, and it was uh, and Jamie Kennedy's character knew about horror, yes. and he was talking about the tropes within the movie itself. Yeah, and it was cool. It was pretty cool. Because that's kind of how we are as the audience and the you know movie fans like ourselves, um, that we see those things. Uh, and it was really cool to, yeah, that he, like, called them all out and everything. And uh, it was just, I love that movie. That's another one Amanda and I have seen well over, like, hundreds of times probably. Uh, we watched that one a lot. Um, what do you guys think about Scream? Do you guys watch that? Boy, I don't think we've seen it in uh, several years, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we just haven't uh, haven't rewatched it. It'd, it'd be fun to go back and, mm-hmm. and rewatch those movies, though. Yeah. Have, do you like, how many were there? There were, like, four of them, There are right? four. Um, the... Two and three are okay to me. Um, I've liked them at various times for various reasons, mm-hmm. right? Like, I go back and forth on those, but uh, two I still like pretty much. The third one's, like, super, super meta, and it's, like, the movie within the movie, and they're, like, filming it, and I don't really like that uh, as much. But uh, Scream 4 is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Uh, I watched it yeah. one time. It, it was, like, they went too far. It was, like, in the paranormal activity, um, found footage era type stuff that they, like, go metal on, and it does not work for me. I, I did not like it. So kind of like the Star Wars prequels. I just refuse to say that it even exists anymore, <laughs> pretty much. So. Uh, the, the only <laughs> thing I remember, because I've seen all of them, yeah. uh, the only thing I remember from 4 is that it had Emma Roberts in it, yeah. and that's... That's it. Yep. That's literally all I that's remember. About, that's all that. you need to know. That's all you need yep. to know, really. <laughs> yeah, it's not that great. Um, did, yeah. did you ever watch the, the MTV show screen? No. Um, and they rebooted it? Especially because they, like, they like got rid of the mask. They, like, did a different mask, and there, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, there were—I I read into that, and there were some, uh, I guess, some rights issues or something like that. <laughs> like, they, who, whoever designed that mask wouldn't give them the, oh, the rights to use it on the TV show. Yeah. Like, just the movies, which is— that's weird. weird. You'd think the same people yeah. were involved, like the same studios and stuff, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. Bizarre. Yeah, it it also like uh, from what I'd heard, it had like a supernatural bent to it, and uh, it, it made me think that it was basically like I had just had such a bad taste in my mouth from Scream Four. I thought that uh, the TV show wouldn't be any different. That it would be like modern horror, which I don't, which I think is like in a a state of uh, transition, and mm-hmm. it's not as funny as like an '80s slasher film to make fun of in the '90s. It's not as funny to make fun of a like found footage right now to me, yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. Like there could be, could be some stuff like that too out there that I think would be funny, but uh, it just didn't really work. And so I don't think the TV show would work either. Like the satire of it, not even be funny. Just the satire of it wouldn't be that great. So well, I watched the first, I think like three or four episodes oh, really? of the Scream show just to see if I could get into it. No, yeah, <laughs> it just didn't didn't work yeah. for me for whatever reason. Uh, but it was very. Um, I think it was like very serious. Mm-hmm. Like when they when they rebooted uh, Teen Wolf on MTV, it, oh, it yeah, wasn't like slapsticky like the movies at all. Yeah. Um, kind of like he doesn't even play what? basketball, Stephen. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't watch that show. Now <laughs> I love Teen Wolf, the sh- the movie, yeah. man. Uh, but that's weird. Yeah, um, I mean, I get I, like we. I love Riverdale, and that you know that was taken from mm. a, like a fun happy property and <laughs> yeah. made into something dark. I get that. But, uh, uh, even if, yeah, even if they went dark or serious with, uh, the, the TV show, I just, it didn't look appealing to me. Yeah. So I never tried it. And then, uh, I don't really know anybody that ever did until you just said that right now. So, uh, yep. glowing yep. review from you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so another one I had on here was, uh, hell baby, which I think we both like, uh, that movie, right? Yes, yeah, I actually watched that over at your house in Texas. Okay, when we, right uh, went down there. <laughs> you, uh, you had a, a whole selection of movies. Yeah. And uh, you, uh, you just project projected it on your wall yep. in your living room, and it was a massive screen. Yeah, yeah, that was a big. And one. it was it was incredible. So that was probably the best possible God. way to watch the movie. I miss my projector, but, uh, man. I gotta say, I don't have space <laughs> for it anymore, and I miss it. Those are fun. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I watched that over at uh, at your house, and uh, I really liked it. Yeah. It was it's it's definitely weird, Hell yeah. but um, in a super fun yeah. way. I liked it and, like, the, more than I the thought. The end I would. is so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to watch it again. Actually, I watched uh, all the trailers for these so I could get uh, before the show, so I can get uh, it back up in my mind and everything like that. And I'd forgotten mm-hmm. about it. Um, it has like a thirty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I, I don't always agree with mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, but I like to bring it up because it kind of helps me gauge things. And uh, watching the trailer, actually, it looks horrible to me. I don't think it looks as funny as nearly as funny as it is in actual in the movie itself. So uh, yeah. I want to watch it again, but I, I do like that movie. I mean, every time I've seen it, I liked it so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> it definitely has a, a unique ending. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what even happens. I, I really don't want to yeah. <laughs> spoil it for yeah. anyone. Yeah, shouldn't, yeah, spoil but any of these, yeah. The, um, when they call the movie Hell Baby, oh, yeah. they nailed it. <laughs> yep. You're like, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. it's pretty funny, though. It has a lot of good people in it. Um, I've always loved Leslie Bibb, um, and she's like the, the mom of Hell Baby. Yeah, and uh, she's really good in it. She gets really like to get some really gross, dark things because uh, it's like her being possessed by a demon and then like giving birth to this hell baby, or whatever. And uh, there's a lot of funny stuff. Keegan Michael Key is in it, and he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's is it Rob Corddry? Is that his name? The main guy? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always loved him. I, I, yeah, I think that's him. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a couple of guys from Reno Nine One One. Can't remember their names. Yeah, I don't remember their names either. But yeah, a lot of like, <clears throat> if you like like modern comedy mm-hmm. or listen to like comedy podcasts or anything like that, then a lot of those people are in this movie. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's just also like, it's just, I don't even know that it's, uh, I put it on here, uh, or I thought about it because it's kind of funny and, and new. It doesn't really like change a lot of tropes and anything like that, but it, it just kind of fits in with this. When I, when I'm making a list, these all make sense to me, I guess, you know, but, yeah. um, yeah. another one though that, uh, uh, that I love is, uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil. And yes. uh, that one definitely, that one actually is very similar to Cabin on the Woods in the fact that it's like, you know, it takes <laughs> it takes a really simple idea and totally changes it up. Uh, yes. And it's so funny. The, uh, the the two main actors are Tyler Labine and then uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Um, and I love Alan Tudyk and everything. Ever since I found out he was the voice of King Candy in Wreck It Ralph, mm. I was like, this is my guy. Yeah. I, I I love that Edwin impression he does. Um, but uh, yeah, Tucker and Dell versus Evil is. It's like from the point of view of the uh, what you would normally think of as the the hillbilly yeah. murderers, but they're just like they're just like good guys yep. that just walk into these like horrible situations. <laughs> and uh, oh my god, it's so well yeah. done. It's like they like I think it's like Alan Tudyk just bought a cabin and they're going up for a like, vacation and like to get it ready and like go fishing or whatever. And these teenagers are also in the woods there, and they. Uh, it's like told from the, the point of view of the teenagers where they're like, these guys are trying to murder us. But then you see these guys are just like good friends and doing their thing. And the, oh man, it's just, it's really well done. The trailer for that one really maybe want to watch that one again. It's been a, a year or so since I watched it and uh, it's, it's super good. Uh, spoiler alert for Tucker and Dale, yeah. but when the guy jumps into the wood chipper, <laughs> it's it so bloody. <laughs> I, that part's in the, tra- so like they show a lot in the trailer. Uh, oh, they do? Okay. They, they show that stuff. Um, so it's like hard. Sometimes like um, I just tell people like stay away from it because it's showing too much. Um, even yeah. if you don't know the story, like I'm like, ooh, that like would ruin it maybe. Um, but because that one, I don't really remember watching the trailer. I just remember kind of catching it on Netflix and that was it. And uh, her was, you know, kind of turned things on its head, but that was it. So it's really funny. But that part is so funny. He's like covered in blood after it. And he, <laughs> he like leans in. He's like, hey, kid, are you okay? <laughs> 
Yeah, man, it's really funny. They're, and they're, uh, Tyler Labine is also hilarious. Um, yep. He's in this movie, I, uh, The Man That I Love, called uh, A Good Old Fashioned Orgy. Um, have we ever talked about that before? I think we've talked I, about I it. I thought we uh, had. Not on the show, okay. but yeah. Uh, yeah. But we think it's so funny. Um, he's briefly in um, Zach and Mary Make a Porno. Uh, he just walks in and he's like, oh, yeah. hug it, chug it, football. <laughs> and uh, always cracks me up. Ever since then, I was like, who the fuck is this dude? And when he shows up, I love it. So glad he got like a, they both had like starring roles in a movie too. You know, that was great. So. Yes. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they awesome. both just kind of show up and as a sidekick a lot and stuff. So, um, Did you ever <clears throat> watch... All the way through uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I never finished it. Did you finish it? No. Okay. Um, and I, you liked that one, though, right? I did, yeah. Brandy and I came across it one night when we were chilling at home, and we were like, well, let's see if we can find a movie to watch. And we came across that one, and we thought, eh, let's see if it's any good. Yeah. And we liked it quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, cool. It was, uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. That's another one I need to see again. I can't remember. That's the Oh, so one of the ones I have coming up is uh, Happy Death Day, which comes out on Friday, oh, October 13th. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know that we'll have time to go see, but we had talked about that. But because uh, mm-hmm. uh, we had, we're planning on doing some other stuff next week, but um, uh, that's the same director as Scout's Guide to the uh, Zombie Apocalypse. So, uh, oh, okay. yeah, if you like that one, hopefully the new one will be good. So, uh, yeah, I like the trailer for yeah. Happy Death Day a lot. Yeah, it looks really funny. That's awesome. Um, and Scout's Guide also, I would think, would kind of fit on this. It's like funny and uh, kind of like Shaun of the Dead. I mean, I didn't put that on the list for this one, but uh, a lot of mm-hmm. these things, you know, where they make them funny and kind of turn it up, turn it, turn it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's called Get Turned. Oh, Get Turned? Uh, yeah. Turned? Got it. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, you really want to overpronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that when I was a manager at restaurants to my, my young servers. I would be like, I'm going out tonight to get turned up. And they would just crack <laughs> up. And I'd be like, I'm smarter and older than all of you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then they all got murdered. <laughs> no, this isn't a horror movie. No, no, no. They did. <laughs> um, so another one uh, I had on here that I don't know we've ever talked about. I have never met another person that's ever seen it, but uh, it's a movie called Detention. Have you ever heard of that before? No. Huh. Okay, so this movie is um, if ADHD made a movie, <laughs> this movie would be it. Okay? Okay. Um, all right. When I first, I liked the trailer, I think, and I heard about it, and it's like it was like super weird. It was released the same year as Cabin in the Woods, 2012, uh, kind of under the radar um, by like a video music director. He had done the movie Torque, and okay. and they did this. He even makes fun of. They even have a joke about how how bad Torque is, which is pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> this stars uh, Josh, uh, Josh Hutchinson, Hutchinson. Can't say your name right now, um, and uh, and some other people I don't really know, but they're all really good. The cast is really good. It is the weirdest movie and when i first watched it i was so annoyed it was as if like i said like adhd or like uh like the riddle and addicted kids of today or whatever yeah like made a movie it's all over the place the effects aren't great but there's a lot of you know digital stuff and some of it's cool they there's like a big sprawling cast with lots of weird twists and turns and and i watched it and i was like man i don't think i liked that and then fuck if i didn't watch it like five days later i like (laughs) could not get it out of my head and i've seen it like legit six or seven times now and oh, wow. uh, so I, I want to introduce it to you some, at some point and see what you think. You might okay. hate it. You might hate it at first and like it later. That's what I did. I don't know. But uh, you came back around. But yeah, it. it's it's kind of similar. It's like it's it basically like mashes up like twelve different eighties movies and or nineties movies too. And they're like it takes place in like twenty twelve, but they're obsessed with the nineties. Um, so they dress like that and they like reference stuff from the eighties and the nineties and stuff. So uh, it's 
it's like a lot of other things right now, like this retro cool things, you know, come about. But, uh, but yeah, I would, I would recommend it, um, but kind of fits with, the, with these, this list as well. I'm looking it up right now, and it's, uh, I can't find anywhere that it's available to stream, mm. but uh, it does look like it's on something called Shudder. Oh, yeah. Which I've never heard of. Shudder's like, just, just like, it's like a horror streaming service. That's all they do is horror movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. which is pretty cool. Um, so it's on there. Yeah. So I might... Uh, Check it out there. Um, uh, on the description, uh, it says, uh, Detention, a hipster teen horror comedy. Yep. That, yep. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. I liked it. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would check it out. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, once I get used to it I'm, and I'm, like in, the mode, like, in the mood for it, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. It's basically what it is, uh, just to lay it out there, I guess, real quick, is there's, like, a, there's a movie within the movie called Cinderella, and it's like a, a messed up prom queen looking person who uh, murders people. And then that person comes like into real life, starts like murdering people. Like someone's like a copycat killer. Um, so it's kind of like Scream. They even like reference that and stuff. Um, that it's like, like like Scream 2 or whatever, like where it's like a copycat killer and stuff or whatever. But um, yeah, super, super self-aware like the rest of these as well. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I'd definitely like to check that yeah. out. Sounds, <laughs> sounds insane. It's fucking weird, man. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the only other one I had on my list in this, uh, did you have any others to, to add? Uh, no, no, go for cool. it. Cool. Uh, so I just had one more that I like a lot called The Final Girls. Um, have you ever heard of that okay. one? I've heard of it. I don't, okay. I don't know what it is. So it's really cool. Um, it also, the first time I saw it, some of the effects are not that great, and they took me out of it. Um, it, it really it tries to be like an 80s movie. But then it uses mm-hmm. a lot of digital effects, like tons of them. And I, I'm like, man, if you had oh. gone practical, this would have been like so much better. Uh, so that kind of takes me out of it. But um, it's about um, a girl whose mom had died in a car accident, and she was the star of an 80s slasher like camp movie. She goes to a theater for like a 20 anniversary screening, and she's like going to see her dead mom on screen and like be there for like a Q and A, whatever. And there's a fire that breaks out, and they get sucked into the movie itself. So it's, it's them <laughs> interacting with the characters of an 80s slasher movie who don't know what's going on, but they know oh. what's going on. And her yeah. mom is alive and like a teenager in it. So she's like interacting with her own mom. And uh, oh, wow. it sounds really cool, I think. Uh, that's why I watched it. And uh, they did a really good job with it. And it plays with the trope of the final girl at the end of the movie, like at the end of a lot of 80s movies, that's like the final one to defeat the bad guy. That's like the why it's named that. And... Uh, but it's super funny. It has, like, uh, the guy from Workaholics that's in, like, Pitch Perfect. I can't remember his name right now. Oh, uh, Adam Devine. Yes, Adam Devine is in it. He's super funny. Um, uh, Malin Ackerman is the mom. Uh, and she's I, she shows up in random things, but I've always liked her. Um, but, yeah, it has, has a lot of people I didn't really know. Um, some people, like, I knew from other things, uh, but not really, like, their names yet. But uh, good cast and a really cool story. It's, it's really quite fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. It looks like it's uh, streaming on the Freeform app. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's interesting. Um, which, which is weird. Um, it's it's a PG-13 movie to begin yeah. with. Okay, yeah. Um, so I guess not a lot's going to be cut out yeah. of it. But uh, yeah, it came out in 2015. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and like nobody, it like kind of came out with a blip, but uh, but it's actually really good. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about more and more people that are in like other shows, uh, but I can't remember the names that are in it. So uh, you might have recognized someone in it. Yeah, Thomas Middleditch yes, is in it. Yes, um, He's so funny. Oh, Oh, never mind. Nina Dobrev's in it. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm, I'm in. I'll see it. <laughs> she is so hot, man. Oh, my God. Uh, we watched... Brandy, cover your ears. You don't need, you don't <laughs> we need used to, to watch Vampire Diaries for a while, Amanda and I. Uh, we stopped after like four seasons or so, but um, but I like that show. Actually, I was surprised how much I like that show, but uh, definitely a, Nina Dobrev is a, a definite part of that. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, Brandy watched all of it. Oh, yeah? Uh, I would just catch bits and yeah. pieces here and there, but, uh, yeah. Whew. You would catch the, p- the bits and pieces that uh, Nina Dobrev is off? <laughs> yep, then I'd go smoke a cigarette and be like, I'm done with this. <laughs> all right, and that kind of leads into uh, to our actual movies for the day. So uh, first one we're going to talk about is What We Do in the Shadows, which you recommended to me to watch. I did, yes, and I've... Uh, mistakenly typed in 2014, but everything else I f- found says 2015 oh, on it. Oh, weird, yeah. Um, but uh, 2014 was on, on the Wikipedia page, which, as we know, is <laughs> it, it's law. It's yeah, law if it's on that's uh, absolutely w- right. Wikipedia. Um, but uh, I maybe it was filmed and released in New Zealand before it that's what I'm thinking. came over yeah. here in 2015 or whatever. Uh, either way, it's uh, <laughs> it's by uh, the, the Flight of the Concords guys. From what I understand, well, one, right? see, that's what I'm confused. One of them, I'm not sure. One of them has like part of that, but he's not like the the star or like the the other band mm-hmm. member. I don't okay. know that guy's okay. name. Chester. <laughs> Pete. Chester, Chester Pete. Pete. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, this is. I had to look up both their names. This was written and directed by uh, Jermaine Clement, who is one half of Flight of the Concords, and then okay. Taika Waititi, who is. Uh, not what part of Flight of the Concords, but I can't think what it's... Oh, he's Thor Ragnarok. He's the director for Thor Ragnarok. Yes. He's, he's Ragnarok. He's Ragnarok? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the guy. What? Um, no, he... Uh, yeah, he's directed um, some other movies oh. as well. Uh, Hunt, Hunt for the yes. Wilder People. which is one of my, my brother Danny favorite, uh, Danny's favorite movies, and we tried to watch that with him in Denver, but we only made it halfway. The internet kept messing up. Uh, but uh, it was really good, and I want to watch more of it. Yes. And uh, it made me excited to see him for Thor Ragnarok because it's totally different, and so is this. It, it, yeah, it's, it's wildly different. It's going to be a really cool movie, I think, with, with his choices. So this will be <laughs> interesting. So. But, uh, but yeah, those two guys are in there. Um, and then Johnny, is it Brew? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bruh? I don't know. Yeah. Bruh. Um, but all, th- all three of them play vampires yeah. in the movie and what we do in the shadows. And... What We Do in the Shadows is a mockumentary. Yes. Um, it follows some, I guess, three main vampires, and then a, <laughs> the fourth one, Peter, who lives in their Peter. basement. Uh, uh, they are going to um, a gathering of vampires in New Zealand, and the film crew went to go follow these specific guys, yeah. and you kind of see them, how they deal with daily life as a, as a vampire, <laughs> really. Or at least that's how it yeah. starts out. And then um, they end up uh, trapping somebody in their house. They turn that, that guy into a vampire, mm-hmm. and he just fucks everything up for, <laughs> for all of them. And it uh, causes a bunch of shit yeah. to, to, go, to go upside down. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's, I, I love the uh-huh. movie. Um, I know you and I haven't talked about no. it at all since you've, you've watched yeah. it. Uh, what did you think I of the, hated it. the movie? Of course. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> no, actually, um, this is what I liked it. I didn't love it, but okay. I think I should love it. And I'll tell why. Tell you why. Uh, and so I think upon more watchings, I will. And uh, mm-hmm. when I watched it uh, the other day for the first time, I watched it alone. And I think this is uh, definitely a movie that would uh, benefit from like a group. Um, or even like last night, I introduced Amanda to the first um, like 10 minutes of it. And I was laughing way yep. more than I did by myself. Um with her, yep. and she was laughing a lot too. So I think uh, with another person or whatever, I would like it more. Um, I'm also a huge fan of mockumentaries, um, so I yeah. know that I, I would like it. I, I might just not have been in the mood for it, but I kept cracking mm-hmm. up. I loved the characters. I love Flight of the Concords. Um, I love Jermaine Clement. So I knew that I would mm-hmm. like those aspects of it, but it didn't like, 
I didn't love it, and I don't know why. So uh, I'm hoping that when I watch it again, I, I will get there. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, fit, it hit a lot of the the points that I would ask from it. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But before this week, I'd seen it like one and a half times. We, uh-huh. we watched the first half of it over at a friend's house, and then we had to to leave early to go to work the next day or whatever, and we didn't finish it. But then later, I bought it on iTunes, watched it by myself, uh-huh. and watched it all the way through. I liked yep. it. And then when we were when I rewatched it this week, um, I found myself enjoying it way more cool. yeah. than either of those other two times. So I think upon rewatching it, it'll be better. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's just like so many jokes and everything. Oh my gosh! That I, I missed some of the uh, stuff the I'm first sure. couple of times through. Um, but yeah, I I, I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, my my favorite my favorite part of the movie is um, they they talk about how they can uh, turn into different animals. <laughs> yeah. And I sent you a screen screen cap of this. Um, <laughs> the uh, Jermaine Clements uh, character uh, Vladislav. Yeah. Uh, the poker. <laughs> Vladislav um, the poker. <laughs> he, um, it's it said that uh, that the vampires can turn into different animals, but uh, Vladislav, he's not good at it anymore, yeah. and he has trouble with the faces. <laughs> so w- when they're chasing the, they have some people over, some humans over for dinner, yeah. quote unquote, and um, the one guy they're chasing to like freak him out. Um, he runs by this cat, and it, the camera pans over. You see a black cat, but it has Jermaine Clement's face. It's so funny. And it's so weird. And I'll tweet it from the LTAS yeah. pod uh, Twitter account, but um, it's just the, the way that the, the cat's making the noise along with his mouth. Oh, man, it cracks me up. I do. So when that part did happen, I laughed out loud by myself so hard. <laughs> it was so – because it's like he just, like, runs by it, and it just the, – the camera kind of, like, goes by for a second, I think, and, like, comes back, and it's like, what? And then and then it's gone. Yes. So it's really quick, and it was so funny. Yeah, that was that part was really well done. And they had so <laughs> many good jokes. Like, the way I described this to uh, some uh, – I think it was Amanda, I guess, maybe some people at work. And it's like the, the real world with vampires, like the show, you know, <laughs> right. like yeah. it follows them and their, 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 their flatmates, you know, and like just kind of does like interviews with them and then shows like follows them on the night of the town and it, and it follows them and their lives at home. And like, like one of the first scenes is them, uh, like being like Deacon, you haven't done the dishes in five years. Like that's your job <laughs> and everything like that. And, and they, they treat him as like, he's the young one because he's only 183 and they're like <laughs> right. hundreds more years old and everything. Um, so I really liked that aspect of it, that it basically was just like, you know, they took like the real world premise and uh, put vampires yeah. in it and then just like let that absurdity roll, which is pretty awesome. So it worked really well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I love that uh, Deacon and that's uh, Johnny Bruce. Yeah. Bruh. Johnny B's uh, character. <laughs> Johnny B. Um, he uh, he likes to be thought of as the the sexy yeah. one, um, and he does like the, the weird little like sexy vampire uh, dance oh, that, at a certain point. Like sitting on the floor, he, he takes his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, just watching him dance. Such, so weird. So, um, yeah, when I think back on these moments, I'm, I crack up. So yeah, I know it, I know it'll hit me better, but uh, that's super funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Taika Waititi's character is Viago, mm-hmm. and he's kind of the the nice vampire. Yeah. Um, he's he's very clean. Yeah. They call him a dandy. Um, he was, uh, he was a yes, dandy. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, whenever they those characters died, they kind of carried those personalities forward with mm-hmm. them. So that's why they they dress the way they do or act the way they do. Um, one thing that I thought was pretty funny was uh, Vladislav. <laughs> he was talking about um, how he 
was turned into a vampire when he was 16. <laughs> and that's why he that's why he always looks 16, except he clearly looks like he's a 40 year old yeah. man. But times were tough back then. Oh, so. That was such a good joke. <laughs> he's just aging. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I like uh, and the, uh, I was going to say their their uh, their fourth uh, flatmate, yes, yeah. as they call him, is uh, is Peter, <laughs> who is the um, Nosferatu like yeah. vampire. He's the oldest one out of all of them. Eight thousand uh, years he, old. He, <laughs> he 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 turned Deacon into a vampire yeah. actually, and um, like he's he's very he he's a silent character doesn't say anything, yeah. uh, very stoic for the most part. If you see him standing or sitting somewhere, he's just kind of that's all he yeah. does. He just stands or sits, has his hands crossed, and then is just chilling out. Um, but uh, whenever they do a the montage for the the opening for the the like main title uh-huh. sequence, um, there. are uh, flashback pictures of each of them and then like them all four coming together and like the last one is them like it looks like it's in like maybe the 70s or 80s where they're all like leaning on a car somewhere uh-huh. and then uh peter is just he's just nosferatu just like standing there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wearing the same shit he always yeah. does <laughs> he's old man he's not changing his ways now <laughs> yeah it, no uh-huh. no I don't. I don't. May think he rest he, in peace. Most for the most part, I don't think he can move that fast. He he can parts of the movie, but uh, I think he's like, man, I'm fucking old, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea. Of, um, what's funny is they don't really go. I'm, I'm going to say this. They don't. They don't portray this as like changing anything about uh, like vampire lore, um, especially in movies and stuff. Um, and in the, the same sense that like. Um, you know, Twilight, they like glitter. They don't uh, oh, burn right, in the yeah. sunlight or whatever. Like they, but they did change some things. Or like they do some things that like are not in all vampire movies. Like changing into animals uh, is like in some things, but it's yeah. not like in most modern vampire movies. So I like that. But also, mm-hmm. I like the idea that like um, the way I took Peter was that they will all get that way eventually. He's just right, that yeah. old. Like they all grow teeth, but he has like lots of like sharp teeth. Like all of his front teeth are sharp. And I'm like, eventually they just all get that way. And I like I was yeah. like that's a cool they don't like address it that way but I was like that's a cool change in mythology for vampires like I like the thought that like yeah. Nosferatu is that way because he used to be like them but he's just so fucking old you know <laughs> yeah. that it just took over his body and as the movie goes on you see that the uh, their appearances change depending on whether they've like eaten or not oh yeah um, didn't even notice because that. at a certain point Vladislav he gets like super old oh, like okay, when he gets yeah. invited to yeah. that. Or when it's time for them to go to that, uh, that party <laughs> yeah. that they're going go to go It just has, like, you can see, like, the back of his head. And then he turns around, and he's just, like, almost yeah. dust. He's so fucking old looking. Yeah. That is funny, yeah. They do some of the stuff like that, too, yeah. So I like I like the way they play with those those things as well. <laughs> I was going to say, on uh, for for Vlad, uh, he keeps referring to how he was uh, once a, a mighty, like, vampire, but he was defeated by the beast. Oh, yeah. And then later in the movie, um, <laughs> it, you find out that who the beast is and uh it, it cracks me yeah. up every time every time i see it <laughs> spoilers from this point okay. forward but yeah the beast turns yeah. out to be his girlfriend his ex-girlfriend uh which yes. is a wonderful turn of events in the movie that was fantastic because <laughs> they yes. portray the beast as this like it took his powers away because you know he couldn't defeat it and he tried for years and they were fighting for years and they were arch arch nemesis and, and- and a lot of the illustrations that yeah. are shown on yeah. screen when he's talking about it, it's like an actual like beast, yeah. uh, and like an animal on four legs, and it's like part dragon, part like yeah, wolf, yeah. and and all this shit. Like, 
but now it's just his his ex girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was really good. There's a lot of like jokes like that that are big and they they made a good impact. There's a ton of stuff that was just really funny that um, that I liked a lot. Like even the very beginning, whenever the alarm clock goes off and he opens his coffin and then just like hits it off like normal person. And he's like, I'm going to go wake up my flatmates. Or uh, he goes to the window first. And he's like, this is always the scariest part for me. And like, he's like, opens it gently. And he's like, it's nighttime. Right. All those little things are so funny. Also, I didn't realize that the, that Viago was uh, Taika Waititi, the director and writer. Uh, oh, yeah. One of them. I didn't know that was him until after the movie. Because uh, he looks really? so okay. much different to me now, like he has like gray hair and it's kind of like shorter and spikier yeah. and stuff. And obviously in this one, they they look they still dress like they're um, whenever they died essentially, uh, like old yeah. style and everything. And uh, yeah, so that was it. Actually, like enhanced my viewing of it in retrospect. That I was like, oh, that's even funnier that that's him. Uh, yeah. He was fantastic. Yeah. I thought they were all fantastic. Right. So. <laughs> um, they've got. Uh, I guess uh, Deacon has a uh, a familiar. Is yeah. That what he calls? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, who is Jackie, Jackie, and she's his servant essentially. Yeah. And the promise is that after she's a servant for so long and, and lives up to his standards, he will then turn her into a uh-huh. vampire. And she's concerned that she hasn't been bitten yet, and she's getting <laughs> older. And whatever age you're bitten, that's that's what you look like for the rest of the time. So she's kind of stressed out about yeah. that. But you see her, like, having to clean parts of the house. If somebody gets murdered, she has to clean up all of that shit. Yeah. She has to mow their lawn and all this other stuff. Yeah. And um, further into the movie, you find out that she's married and has some kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> it's, just, it's just super funny. Yeah. And um, and uh, later, she she actually gets turned into a vampire, but not by Deacon. Yeah. She goes through uh, through Nick, who is the, the new vampire yeah. who fucks everything up for everyone. And so Jackie's husband then becomes her familiar <laughs> and she like gives him a list of like shit he has to do. And, and she's like, she's like talking to him like, we're in this together, but I, I am your master. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. This is a marriage, but you write this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked her. Uh, Nick was funny too. Um, I, I, again, I didn't watch anything before this. I didn't really know what all the story was going to be. And so Jackie brings him over with a, another girl, uh, people that she knew. She's like, this is my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and she yes. says that he's a virgin and he's like no no I'm not and she's like you were when we dated and he was like we were 12 or whatever like it's like <laughs> so long ago uh, but I didn't expect him to actually like stick around like he he no. tries to escape and and everything like that uh, and then Peter ends up getting him and turning him into a vampire and he comes back later on and it's like like two months later and he's like oh, I've been a vampire for two months and I was like oh this took a turn so I, I like yeah. that, uh, that the way the story went with that and then that he like he basically is like a cocky young vampire telling everybody he's a vampire. That's what mainly fucks it up for him. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> telling yeah. everybody in the world. Like what it, he runs into the uh, the actual vampire hunter yeah. uh, at that bar, and he thought he was joking, <laughs> but then like and then the next scene, you find out that Peter is set on yep. fire and murdered. So uh, or I guess not. He's on fire the because sunlight. the the, the yeah. sunlight hits him. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of Nick. He has a best friend named Stu, yeah. who's a human, uh, and uh, he just works in like, uh, like, like, like IT, uh, IT yeah. or something like that, right? He's like a systems analyst and, uh, or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he hangs around all the vampires, and they don't like humans, but they all like yeah. really like Stu. <laughs> I love when they're all like, yeah, like, oh, I love Stu. Yeah. <laughs> they're all like talking shit about humans. He's like, but Stu's okay. Yeah. Stu's yeah. cool. Um and uh, because he shows them the internet and <laughs> yeah. like how to do all this yeah. stuff. 
and uh, and whatnot. So and, and he uh, he shows them Google. He's like, so anything you want to know, you just type in here. And then Viago's like, what happened to this thing I lost? Oh yeah, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you can't. Back in like 1911. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Stu has a a. a He's a pretty like reserved yeah. guy throughout the entire movie, and uh, he he comes in to play like a big part for all yeah. of them towards the end of the movie. One one character I wanted to bring up for sure, uh, Reese Darby, yes, who plays Anton, yes. the the leader of the the yeah. werewolves. Um, that his his scenes are some of my favorites oh, so because good. I just like that actor. Uh-huh. Um, he voices a character in Voltron. Oh, cool! And uh, I I just love the sound of his voice be, so much. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the 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 leader of the the werewolves, um, who the vampires come across uh, a couple of times. The first time there's a you can see like they're two almost rival gangs, uh-huh. but um, yeah. they they have to like back each other off yeah. of it. Um, and one of the werewolves says, he like curses yeah. at the other one. He goes, wait, we're werewolves, not werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> that part is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like such a, uh, an odd distinction. Oh, so like they, they turn into like wolves and like murder people. And that, that joke pays off. Let, let's chill out on the cursing. Yeah, that, that joke pays off like the whole movie as well. Cause like later on they're like chaining themselves to trees when the moon's going to turn and, and they, he keeps cussing at him and they're like, we're not werewolves. And he's like, I'm fucking stressed. Yeah, <laughs> it's full moon. <laughs> I'm fucking stressed. But I like that. That's like this a group of adults that are like best friends, and they're all like checking each yes. other. Like, dude, do you really need to cuss right now? Like, we're better yeah. than that. That's so funny. Yeah, the werewolves right. are great, um, and they're getting a spinoff too. Uh, movie. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> Which um, is fantastic. Did you see? Did you see the two different titles? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so so the the original title for it was going to be what we do in the yeah, moonlight, which I thought was I thought was good. Yeah, which makes sense. It ties mm-hmm. into to this one, but I like the new yeah. title so much more. It's werewolves, yeah. which if you say it with a New Zealand accent, werewolves. So it's oh, just like it's, it's like dude. werewolves, right? That's so. awesome. I didn't even catch that. That's awesome. <laughs> which cracks okay, me. Okay, yeah, up. that's way better. Um, yeah, I missed that like that second level of comedy there. I just thought like where I was yeah. thinking maybe I missed something from the movie that they say that like werewolves yeah uh, and i was like well maybe yeah. it ties into something else but it's you know it's cool whatever but that's no that's fantastic yeah. duh werewolves <laughs> it, it took me yeah. a minute to get it too fantastic but um but yeah i'm I, are they for sure making it uh, as far as i heard or they that, are yeah um okay. that that and which is great because they were like the whole movie is great and the vampires are awesome but they really did yeah. like that whole when they were on screen the werewolves kind of stole the show and uh, to yes. think about getting yeah. a sequel or like a spinoff with just them, uh, I would love to watch more of their dynamic, right. <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, the uh, the werewolves towards the end of the movie, they um, they like you were saying, they have to change themselves to trees and everything um, because they're going to turn into werewolves and they don't want to attack uh-huh. anyone. But um, <laughs> the uh, Reese Darby's character gets onto the other ones because they're just wearing jeans. He told them to wear like baggy sweatpants because they're gonna burst right through their pants. Oh god! So um, they're they're distracted by the vampires. They end up turning into werewolves and they're not chained up or anything. So they attack the vampires and poor Stu is a casualty, yeah. or so we think. And um, towards the end of the film, we find out that he's not dead and he comes back. He's a yeah. werewolf and he brings the. Um, Nick brings Stu and the werewolves over to the um, the vampire's house, and they all kind of become friends and get to know each other a little bit and, yeah. and everything. So uh, they don't don't uh, live with these rivalries <laughs> yeah. like they did before. Uh, they do complain that their house smells like wolves. Oh yeah, but uh, 
They're all like, yeah. they had like open windows. So like, well, we opened windows, but right. then it was better. Yeah. Right. I like a lot of uh, so much. That's why I like mockumentaries because they're, they're absurd. Like obviously this is an absurd premise um, and like a fantastical premise, but, uh, but they play it so straight that it's hilarious. Yeah. They do like normal human things, whatever, like, oh, it just smelled a little bad. So I opened the windows and it was cool, but it's because right. the werewolves were there. <laughs> they did such a good job with all of those things. The, uh, the movie is only like an hour and a half long, but I read that it, they filmed like 128 hours oh, yeah. worth of footage. Holy shit. Yeah, because they did a lot of improv yeah. in it. And you could tell, like, but in, in yeah. a good way, you know. No, and uh, I didn't hear they did that much, but uh, I, on films, I mean, they, they shoot a lot of extra footage and stuff, but uh, that's that's insane. Yeah. But uh, I did hear there are mul- there are three versions. Uh, there are three cuts of this. They cut an, in, an entirely oh, wow. funny version, an entirely, like, story <laughs> ver- version without any... Uh, so they could, like, basically they could get all the comedy that they wanted... They could get all the story that they needed, and then they mashed the two together and made what they what they put out, which I thought was really cool. Okay, um, so it's like they'll yeah, it never out. like release it. It was just like internal to give them a better idea of the jokes and the right. story. But I was like, man, that's cool. Uh, just think that yeah. both of those exist out there. But uh, I do want to see that all comedy version. I know, right? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> but they did a really good job of like melding everything in the movie. So yeah, um, um, the I don't know what the budget was for oh, it, yeah, but I, uh, I thought I thought mostly the special effects and everything looked looked yeah. pretty good for what it is. Like it's a mockumentary, yeah. so I'm not gonna judge it too harshly on that. But I thought some of the scenes where they were um, where Deacon and Nick were fighting and they were like turning into bats and then like turning back into humans and then turning back to mm-hmm. bats. I thought some of that stuff looked yeah. pretty cool, like the way that the camera like shifted yeah. and as it did so, it turned into CGI bats, but they didn't look overly CGI or whatever. Yeah, it's like sometimes a movie, like this one makes sense for that, like the mockumentary style and it's kind of like mm-hmm. um, handheld and stuff and so it works and it wasn't distracting. Like in, uh, and like in other things, it's distracting to me. Like in uh, in the Final Girls, a lot of the things are, are just distracting but on this one, right. I thought they were good. Um, I loved all the scenes where they were like flying around, like just in their house or whatever because right. they all looked like really uncomfortably like positioned. <laughs> <laughs> As if like you could, it, it, you could see where the wires it was, were. It was clearly wire yeah. work, right? Yeah. But yeah. I couldn't really, it was like, it was so funny because they like, they were just like, let's just go with it like it is and not make it like right. we're really flying. Like, let's make it look like it's wire work. You just can't really tell where the wires were. <laughs> and it works really well. Like with, when the police, uh, when the constables come to their house <laughs> and um, uh, Viago tells them, uh, you won't find anything strange yeah. here. And then they're like, his, his uh, hypnotism isn't that strong. So he's constantly worried that they're going to see them like mid flight in the kitchen. Like, and and I don't know why they didn't just like drop to the ground or whatever, but the fact that they're just like held there clearly held by wires, but they're, they're CGI'd out, man, it cracked me up. It's so funny. That team too, they they talked about getting uh, they've gotten funding to do a spinoff show in New Zealand called paranormal event response unit with those two cops. Yeah. uh, Which is fantastic too, because they were hilarious. That would be awesome. Uh, Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I could I could watch more and more of this. So like it's like the more we're talking about it, the more I'm like, yeah, this was really good. So this is cool. It, it's funny because after you and I both watched this first between the yeah. two movies we were watching this week, and uh, <laughs> after I was done watching this, I wanted to go back and watch it again uh-huh. immediately, which doesn't happen yeah. to me very often. It's a good but sign. I was like, you know what? Got to move on to, to yeah. get out. It's like, oh, well, I guess I'll have to watch this other super awesome movie. <laughs> Oops. Poor me. Uh, speaking of, and in, in terms of uh, just moving on and not having this uh, another two hour plus episode, did you have anything more to say about what we do in the shadows? Or do you want to move on? No, uh, 
Uh, only that if you've never seen it, yeah. go watch it. It's available to stream on Amazon yes. Prime. So if you've got it there, you can. And uh, I think it's on sale on iTunes as well. Yeah, probably. They, we're in uh, October, so they've, they've oh, okay, got cool. uh, a vampire movie sale going on. So you can buy that. You buy Twilight. Um, pretty much pretty much the same Love film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk about that someday. I have seen Twilight more times than I should have. Right. But that's that's a okay. long story. Uh, it's not great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely I would check this out too. Uh, it's one that I'd wanted to uh, watch for a long time. I'd heard about it, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that you recommended it as well because I knew you, if you liked it, then I probably would like it. Um, I also uh, wanted to recommend, I started watching just a, a part of it, but I don't know if you've seen it, but they had first done a short film version of this that's really similar. They even have some of the same jokes. I'd heard about yeah. it. I haven't seen it. I started it. watching yeah. some of it this morning, and it's it's just as funny, uh, honestly. Um and they even do some effects and stuff, but mostly it's just like interviews and stuff. But uh, they change uh, Viago's characters a little different. Like their ages and stuff are different. Their names might even be different. But mm-hmm. uh, the same three guys, at least. Uh, uh, I didn't see Peter yet, but uh, it's like 30 minutes long. It's actually pretty sizable. But uh, Is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's just on YouTube. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, definitely maybe we can that uh, send yeah. that out on Twitter as well. We can link that or something. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but it was yeah. yeah it was pretty good too. So if anything, you can watch that for free and then uh, then go on Amazon Prime and watch it sort of for free too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For free or ninety nine dollars? Well, if you already have it though, I consider I I consider right. everything else on Amazon <laughs> just free. I mean, like I'm not paying for anything yeah, really, right? Me too. Uh, right. <laughs> and I'm an Amazon customer for ten years this year, by the way. And I, I only brought that up because I will be one for life. I love you, Amazon. <laughs> You're not sponsoring the show today, but I wish you were. We've mentioned you twice now. Let's talk about stuff. Now sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> I don't think they sponsor any podcast, but if they're going to start with one, it's going to be us, damn it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to, <laughs> through Photoshop, add the Amazon logo to our logo. And then we'll get a cease and desist letter, but it's fine. It's a cool story We'll to just tell. post that up on Twitter. And we'll be like, they're yeah. kind of sponsoring us now, so. Jeff Bust, Bustos can go Bust, suck a Bustos? dick. <laughs> Bustos, Bustos? Bezos? I don't know how to pronounce any names. Bezos. <laughs> there we go. All right, so uh, Get Out, I watched last night for the second time. I watched it for the first time in theaters, like opening weekend, I think. And okay. uh, it was yeah. it was pretty awesome then. I love this movie so much, uh, I cannot give it enough praise, uh, not only for being uh, just a well-done movie, uh, but still a lot of funny parts, uh, a lot of mystery, and then on top of that, the social commentary is phenomenal, which is what a lot of horror movies um, do as well, that they're trying to be uh, doing you know, social commentary, and, uh, and he really nails it without being like overly done. It just feels really uneasy and natural and, mm-hmm. and just fucking good. Yeah. And when you say he, it's, you mean Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele, right? Jordan Peele, writer and director yes. of this fantastic movie. I, I love Key and Peele. I like this, at least some of the sketches from that show. I don't really watch the show or never did, but, uh, I watched a ton of the sketches and they are so funny. And, uh, I, when I heard about this, I knew he had been wanting to make a horror movie. I'd heard that, but, uh, man, I, I did not expect the caliber of work that could come out of that man. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Um, and I was thinking about this when I was watching the movie last night. Like, a lot of those Key and Peele sketches, they vary so wildly. Yeah. Like, the different types of, um, what am I trying to say? Like, the different varieties of, of the skits they do. Sometimes they're like, um, they're, they were all comedy, yeah. but they were like, uh, this one's set in, like, an, as an action movie yeah. type of scenario. This one's more of a, a romantic comedy type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got a lot of versatility in there, but even with that, um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect yeah. this level of, of direction. Like the cinematography itself yeah. looks great. Um, everything is so like sharp and mm-hmm. crisp. 
Um, it just looks looks yeah. incredible. And then the all of the actors in it oh, are, are great. Like, so and I, I don't good. recognize most yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, they're all great though. Um, yeah, like I knew mm-hmm. his, their, their comedy was on, you know, was great or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I didn't like, expect like horror to be so good from him. And uh, now I'm, I'm like, no, he's a big horror fan. Like I've heard more and stuff about it since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. And he's talked about like, um, he's talked about sequel ideas for this one, but also other horror movies that also have like a social commentary bent on them, but in different ways uh, that he has ideas for. And I'm like, please bring me fucking more Jordan Peele. Right. This was phenomenal. Yes. It was so good. There was an interview with him, um, I guess, at, at a screening that mm-hmm. he did. And he said that for him, a lot of the best horror movies had something to say mm-hmm. yeah. about it. And he said that he was, um, whenever he would see a horror movie with a black character in it, they talked about everything but race. Yeah. They really didn't get into that part of it. Um, black character always dies, but that's yeah. about it, you know? Um, so that's something that he wanted to address through the, the horror Mm -hmm. lens and he did a fantastic job of it. Yeah. And even like when other movies do call attention to it, they, they're only making a joke about it being like the token black guy or whatever. Like there are other horror movies that do that. Um, but this one, yeah, like he took that in and made a very, um, time appropriate. Uh, this is like very important for right now, I guess, you know, uh, and even changed some of the stuff we'll, we'll get into in the spoilers later on with the (laughs) ending and stuff. he, he changed around because of the the political climate around it, and and uh, which is really interesting. But uh, but yeah, I can't, I can't say enough about it. Um, I like this movie too because it, like you said, like the acting is so good. But the first time I saw it, and this second time that I saw it, were two completely different experiences. And I like the movie okay. for different reasons, and some of, like a lot of the similar ones too. That it's just well shot, and the acting's great, or whatever. But um, knowing what the ending is the second time around is is so different to see character motivations and like why things right. look weird and that that first viewing though is so intriguing because it's all a mystery and you're like are these people just racist are like his friend his fucking friend Rod yeah. is that what it is Ron I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Rod the TSA agent Rod yeah is so yeah. fucking good because uh, <laughs> he like he he's like you know these people are gonna try to make you sex slave. You're gonna make you a sex slave and all this stuff. It's all white people, <laughs> and it's like you don't really know. Like, is that what's gonna happen? Is that what this movie is gonna turn into? And it very well could. Yeah. And uh, and it doesn't go that way. It goes in, into a different way. And I didn't expect it. Um. But then knowing the motivations the second time around is it's just a completely different experience, and it's fascinating to watch. That's funny that you mentioned that because I thought the same thing. Because there are a lot of now that you know like who's in yeah. on it, you you can see like whenever that character was in a scene before when you watch it the first time and then you watch it the second time, you can see that there's like almost micro expressions yes. that they're, they're acting with. Yeah. And it's, it says a lot without saying too mm-hmm. much. So it's, it's subtle enough that you don't pick up on it that first yeah. time, but second time through you're like, Oh, okay. I see. I see yeah. what they're, they're doing there. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually read this little snippet of an interview with him that he talked about his, um, the comedy his like work in comedy preparing him for it because he said comedy and horror are both, when you boil it down, they're both about timing and about the reveal. And I thought watching this back now, uh, when I was watching it last night, I was thinking about it as as him writing it or as him directing it specifically and how to direct those mm-hmm. actors and how, like the micro expressions, like you said, I totally picked up on the second time. But you just don't know what, if even if you see them the first time, you just don't know what they mean. And the second time you're like, right. oh, that's what they were meaning. And it was really cool to me to think about like, as a director or if you've read the script and you're an actor acting it out, like, you know, the beats and it's going to be like, you know why everything is the way it is. So it makes sense to you, but they did a good job of holding just enough back 
and making the timing perfect for those reveals that you're like always a step mm-hmm. behind. You're always like trying to figure it out. But really, like there's there's yes. not much of a mystery there it, it, more than any other horror movie where you're not sure who done it and why. Um, but they did a really good job of being very subtle about what they're revealing to you and when. And you can only pick yes. up on it that second go around, which is very well done. Yes, yeah, it's a, like you said, a new yeah. experience. And going back to Kevin in the Woods from our last discussion, it's, yeah, it's something that you're trying to figure out the entire yeah. time, like, through. And it's just, like, so much fun to have your brain, like, try to go back through there and yeah. pick things up that you didn't see before. And, yeah, it's it's just a, a really well yeah. done movie. So uh, I guess we could actually mention sort of the plot that could help. Uh, <laughs> I guess. All right. Whatever. So uh, it's basically about a, uh, a gentleman, a black gentleman, who is dating a white girl and they are going to head back to her family's house for the weekend and meet them. And there's, like, some discussion from him where he's like, have you actually mentioned that I'm black? So there's, like, some stuff from the get-go that you know, like... And even going mm-hmm. to the movie, I think it was pretty well publicized that this was, like, a, a movie about race and stuff in some way. That it's... At least with that, it's, like, the who's coming to dinner type thing where, you know, the, the black boyfriend going back to the white family and how they react to it. Except that right. they are like liberals, and she jokes about that like you're gonna hate it because we're all gonna talk about like I would have voted for Obama a third time, uh, totally right. would have, um, you know. Well, uh, real real quick, when uh, because we didn't see the movie in uh-huh. theaters, um, oh, okay, we just couldn't make sure. it to the theater when it when it came out in January, and it's something that I really wanted to see, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I I tried to make it work, but just couldn't happen. So we didn't watch it until it came out. So. I didn't know what the actual story was beyond because I wanted to avoid okay. spoilers as much as I could. I knew that it was yeah a, a black guy and white girl dating. She, he's going home to meet her family and then shit goes tits mm-hmm. up right. <laughs> and and I know uh, just from what I've seen before. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just being here in Oklahoma. <laughs> but uh, when when you're a person of color meeting some some white people's uh, or uh, your white uh, significant yeah. other's family, it can go. It's going to go sour, uh-huh. potentially, and I just assumed it was because they're racist, and that's why okay, they yeah. went after them. Uh, and it, it could be stated that that's the case. They are racist in I, a way. I want to discuss but this, not, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not in the conventional yeah. way that I was thinking. So when I first watched the movie, I was the the twist on that, uh, like you said, with them being being liberals, like I thought maybe they were just acting uh, like okay, it. Yeah. But no, that's, that, that, that is legitimate yeah. for them. Um, so that part was true, yeah. <laughs> but the reason, just the reason for the whole yeah. thing, just, it, it still blows yeah. my mind. Like I, I was going back watching it uh, last night. I was still trying to piece together. Well, what, why, how is this yeah. working again? But um, they, they lay it all out there. So yeah. And yeah. it's really fun to, yeah. Try to piece that back together. Even when you know about it, um, uh, just to be like, okay, and what are they doing? Like, what are their motivations here and yeah, why are they doing yeah. these things here and whatever? It's really fun. Um, uh, also, I already skipped past this too, I guess because the just the plot, but uh, the beginning scene also kind of starts off on a really heavy note and a really like like very like a horror movie note where um, it's like a black guy walking a different uh, guy, not the main guy, uh, walking down the street and he's just like talking on the phone to someone being like, I need to find this house. He's like in the suburbs. He keeps making fun of it. Like I'm stuck mm-hmm. here in the white suburbs, or whatever. And this car goes past him and he's like, all right, fuck. And the car turns around and follows him. And he's like, ah, oh, what the fuck? And that scene is really well shot um, and super, mm-hmm. like, uh, not horrifying, but, like, it, it fits in that mold, whatever. 
And there's like the already from the get go, without any of the main characters, you get like the subtext of him being like a black guy in a white place and feeling uncomfortable and what that's like in real life. And also you get like the horrific aspects because someone comes out of the darkness and like hits him over the head and drags him to the car. And you're like, that scene is is so scary and weird. And and you're kind of like, oh, man, I thought this was gonna be funny, but obviously it's a horror movie. And then it goes into the main characters. And I I thought that first scene was uh, such a good way to start it out and, you know, laid out what it's going to be. I agree. Yeah. And this movie kind of like Cabin in the Woods starts off with comedy and then gets more serious in tone. Um, This one, since you it's we knew it was directed by Jordan Peele. Instead of starting out with comedy, it's something that gets real right oh, off yeah. the bat it's it's more dramatic and, and horror centric and then there's some like lighter stuff that that happens in, in maybe the next scene but um that actor is lakeith stanfield and he's one of my new favorite actors uh-huh um he's on the tv show atlanta and he's been in a, a few other things uh, most recently he was in uh, the death note remake oh yeah um and his performance is really weird in the movie <laughs> but i can't decide if i like it or not but i i like him as a as a yeah. as an actor um he, um, when he's abducted, I didn't notice it the mm-hmm. first time. Um, like towards the end of the movie, uh, Chris, the, the, the main character, he's in a car and he looks over, there's a knight's helmet yeah. in the seat. And I was like, well, what, how is that significant? But I didn't oh, notice yeah. that the, the person who, who abducts the, uh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield's character, uh, Andrew Logan King, he's wearing a knight's helmet. Uh-huh. And yeah, I did. I just didn't well, catch it the first time because it's so dark. That's okay. Because, uh, I noticed that part, but I didn't notice that was Lakeith Sanfield or whatever. Lakeith. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> uh, I noticed, I, I, I thought it was just like, basically like a, a separate story. Like, oh, this happens this way mm-hmm. and then we'll get to the movie or whatever. I didn't realize it was actually him later on because he's so different later on. Uh, yeah, he they, they have him shave yeah. all of his facial hair yeah. and that throws yeah. me off um, because there's that happens later where um, Chris stumbles upon some pictures of his, uh-huh. his girlfriends, other like boyfriends. And um, one of the guys is the uh, groundskeeper mm-hmm. there, but he has a like a, a mustache and oh, beard. Yeah. And I didn't recognize him the first time <laughs> yeah. I watched it. So those yeah. are the differences you notice, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Watching. But that's cool. That'd be fun to rewatch it a third time and, and notice right. more of that. So, <laughs> oops. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so going back to the plot a little bit, you know, he goes to meet the family. I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I don't really know when I first saw it. I, I really don't remember. I had seen the trailer, I'm sure, but... Um, I didn't know, you know, you go into it and you're like, are they going to be racist? Are they secretly racist? So yeah, I think I went into that right. when you meet them and you're like, okay, well, they're probably not this cool with them really. And that's going to be the issue. Like right. you don't know though, when you're getting into the movie, like, is it going to be like they torture him cause he's black? Are they doing something? And then in the actual movie though, like when it plays out, it's just like all the black people that are actually there though are acting really, really strange. And he keeps noticing it and he's noticing all these people acting really weird uh, but you're still like, mm-hmm. you're just always kind of like, he's grasping at it, you're grasping at it. And the only thing that really you can pull down to be like, well, maybe this is what's happening is his friend Rod, who's like, get the fuck out of there. And he just <laughs> knows something's wrong, but doesn't know why, you know, and, and he might yeah. be wrong. And that's why Chris stays, I think. But, uh, so, you know, figure it out. And like, you don't want to just make a big deal out of it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, he starts to, to mingle with her family and they are really cool. Uh, her mom is a like a therapist um, of some sort, and uh, her dad. Uh, her, her mom is played by uh, Catherine Keeter, and Bradley Whitford uh, plays the dad. Um, Bradley Whitford. He's back. I know from Cabin in the Woods. That would have been a good double feature. We talked yep. about that, but uh, right. That would have been really fun. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Say, two weeks in a row. That's good though. Um, but yep. uh, they're really good. The brother you already mentioned. Uh, it was really weird. 
um, the main girl's brother. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you know who that is? I, he looked really That's, familiar, uh, but I don't know why. Okay. I, yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, who is this guy? And then I had to look him up after the first time I watched it. That's uh, Banshee from X-Men First Class. Oh, my God, yes. That's completely <laughs> where I know him from, too. Okay, awesome. Yep, yep. I'm glad I didn't look it up. That was fun. Uh, and they, wow. they gave him just a mustache. Oh, yeah. Just he a mustache. Like the which is so mustache. weird. Yeah. It looks so gross. <laughs> Unless you're a cop, yeah, right. Don't don't have just a mustache. Yeah. Just just well, shave it all. Or a, a cop or, or Tom Selleck, who is a cop, you know, in a lot of movies and stuff or whatever. But uh, yes, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He gets a pass. Stash pass. <laughs> but yeah, this kid looks like creepy. I don't know. He looks creepy even when he's not supposed to be creepy. I guess in there. But uh, and then yeah. uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but Daniel Kalua, I think is that Kaluuya, uh, is is the main oh, guy, yeah. Chris. And then uh, Allison Williams uh, plays Rose. I just remember that, too, when I saw her name. She's uh, Brian Williams' daughter, uh, the newscaster. Uh, yeah, news that's his wow. daughter, yeah. But Wait, or is she? Uh-oh. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> <laughs> because he got in trouble, or he got busted for um, lying about being in a, uh, a helicopter that was oh, oh, yeah, shot yeah, down yeah. or being shot at a long time ago, <laughs> a couple of years ago, yeah. I thought you meant like he had an affair, and I was like, oh, I don't know, juicy, juicy gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into this oh, no, hot goss. It's because he lies. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I always liked him, too. I was sad when that happened. Uh, I was like, yeah. damn, now I don't know if I ever liked him or not. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you. Let me ask you, Stephen. So, so Allison yep. Williams, who plays Rose, like you said, um, when you first saw her, what did you think? Uh, I mean, I thought she was pretty. I don't know what I know what you're going for. Okay, okay. So I um I had it had to grow oh, yeah? on me. Uh, her uh, her yeah. her looks for whatever reason. Yeah. It happens. It's, uh, it, 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 it happened both times where I'll like um I, I, it's happened to me before in a yeah. movie where I'll be watching a movie and be like um like a a a, a female's appearance will like grow on uh, me and be like oh this chick's super attractive. But then, like, when I rewatched that movie, I'm like, no, she's not as hot. But then it happens yeah. again, you know? <laughs> so um, I didn't think she was all that attractive to begin with. But then as the movie goes on, I'm like, no, she's okay, kind of good yeah. looking, right? And then, like, then towards the very end, I'm like, oh, she's, she's like, oh, creepy. Yeah. She's, like, creepy oh, yeah. looking. Oh, she does a good job. Uh, I was going to say, I, she was phenomenal in this. Um, uh, yes. And her, yeah. her character arc is fantastic and... Uh, the way that she gets to play with those different emotions and stuff is really good, and she's fucking creepy as fuck. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah, she pulls the, it the, off. Yeah, part of the yeah. very end. Oh my god, there's there's specific uh, shots yeah. of her where I'm just like, yeah. this is <laughs> this is more horrifying than if it were like a Cthulhu came down from the sky or something. But no, like I th- that. actually no, I think she's pretty hot um, from the from the get go. But uh, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she was really good. Um, Chris uh, also. Man, I, that guy, I don't know what else he's been in. I feel like I've seen him in some stuff, but um, uh, Daniel uh, Kaluuya, but but he was great in his role. He was yeah. fantastic, yeah. He was uh, brilliantly cast, and I saw Jordan Pill mention that he, in the audition, um, Daniel did that, uh, he did the um, the, uh, the therapy uh-huh. session. I was wondering. He read yeah. that scene, and he Holy said shit. that he he did it almost exactly oh, like wow. it appears in the movie. He said, like, the same tears dropped <laughs> on the same syllables and everything. And I was like, my God, this guy's an incredible yeah. actor. And I was like, man, I wonder what he's going to be in next because I, I definitely want uh-huh. to see it. And lucky enough, uh, he's going to be a Black Panther. Oh, so awesome. done and done. Cool. Done and That's done. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he was fantastic. And uh, <laughs> going back to, uh, to Rod, um, <laughs> played by uh, Lil Rel Howery. <laughs> I saw that uh, this morning. Which... 
I keep reading his name as Lil uh-huh. Ray. Like my brain just cuts off the L and yeah. adds a Y. But um, I, I knew he was a comedian. Um, I hadn't really heard any uh-huh. of the stuff before seeing this movie, but he does like a really good job of acting oh, yeah. in this movie. Like there, he, he does some like comedic things, but he also does some like real yeah. acting as well. Um, that I, that I think was, was really <laughs> no, well he's done. Great. So, so kudos yeah. to him. He was so funny, but uh, I don't know. He's like the emotional core of the movie almost. And the fact that like, he's the one he that like, is, cares yeah. about his friend. It's like the only time you really yeah. have anybody caring about anybody in the whole movie, basically. And, uh, and he really does. And yeah. it's sweet and it's funny. And <laughs> when he goes to the yeah. cops and he's trying to explain to them, <laughs> and this, this part's going to sound crazy. But I think they're making them into someone a sex I like the, slave. <laughs> I like the part like he's sitting down at the cop's desk and he's like trying to explain that his friend Chris has gone missing and he went out of town with his girlfriend and she's like, all right. And then he goes, wait, wait, she's, she's the white girl. She's like, go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think what else I had to say about that. Oh, uh, go ahead. Oh. If you have something. I was going to say the, um, the, the brainwashed help that's uh-huh. around the house. Um, the, um, the, uh, lady, what is her name? Um, is it yeah. Georgina? Yes. Uh, the actress who plays her, Betty Gabriel, um, there's a scene in particular where she confronts Chris in the, uh, in the bedroom. Oh yeah. And, um, there's a up of her face and I don't know how she does that. First of all, I don't know how actors cry oh, I know. on on uh-huh. command <clears throat> in movies in general but her performance there is like she has to be smiling but she also has to cry uh-huh. at the same time so i don't know how she did it maybe she's a warlock <laughs> uh, but that another she manages twist to, the to movie. like yeah um it's tied in with hocus pocus uh, it's all the same thing um uh, but she she actually has like multiple tears that stroll down yeah. her cheeks as like during that scene oh yeah it's so creepy and that it always stands out to me because, like, you could tell, like, knowing what yeah. we know, you know, after seeing the movie, like, the inner part of her is, like, crying to get out. Ugh. But, you know, the the new brain in there is, is forcing her to, to smile yeah. and control the motor functions and everything and say that everything's okay. Yeah. But, oh, it's so creepy. So, like, uh, like you mentioned that, that I think one of my favorite scenes probably is uh, whenever Chris is being hypnotized by the mom because he smokes – and right. so she's trying to, like, they portray it as a thing like, oh, she'll do this to help you stop smoking. And she uses this right. teacup, and she's, like, stirring it with a spoon, and that the clinks are, like, what get him under, and then mm-hmm. it's what triggers him later on. And she puts him in the sunken place, which was so fucking yeah. creepy the first time I saw it, uh, when he starts yeah. just, like, floating, and it looks, like, basically like a TV screen almost, um, you know, in front yeah. of him, like, floating in space, and he just, like sinks down to the bottom and he's just stuck there and then later on knowing that like that's what's happening with like with georgina and all of them that they're like just watching this happen and trying to like reach up and like you know say something or whatever and they can't like it's so fucking creepy yeah it's so good though yeah there are some um some things that he talks about in that that uh hypno scene where um it comes into play later like he you could see that he gets stressed out talking about his yeah. his mom and he starts like um grabbing on the the sides of mm. the uh the arms yeah. of the chairs like with his fingertips and that comes into play like scratching the, end of the movie as well right and um but it's seated earlier yeah. in the movie so when it happens later it it seems natural mm-hmm. that uh, that it happens and it it saves his yeah. life essentially um so yeah, I thought all of that was really well done, and and I thought the uh, the thing where 
the the sunken place. When I watched it the second time, I was like, I wonder why they mm-hmm. did a, a screen instead of um, like an, an oval yeah. or something that you would normally think of as eyeballs. Oh, yeah. But I like the screen mm-hmm. a lot better because it's it's like he's watching yeah. a movie of something that's going on and he has no control yeah. over it. I feel like it's a good um, choice. I, I just yeah. think, yeah, I think the the special effects of him falling down there oh, are really yeah. well done too. Um, it's a shame that they had to drop him down that pit, but it, it worked out nicely. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. And it, that, that part, I think, is the good choice, too, with the, uh, the, like the TV-looking screen because uh, maybe it's more... It's an, we're all used to those like shapes, and we're, we watch a lot of TV. Like, you know, yeah. as a culture, we all do that, and maybe it, like, it fits. Yeah. And that's, like, it's in his brain anyway, so maybe it's what his brain kind of came up with to um, try to make sense of what's happening. Um, and instead of yeah. like, yeah, like the eyes, it's like, no, he's going to watch a movie for the rest of his life like that potentially. And that's, what's so scary about it too. So, and he's a photographer yeah. too. So he's there used to seeing yeah, screens perfect. like yeah, that. Good idea too. Uh, done and done. <laughs> done. So, I mean, we're already getting kind of long in this podcast. I don't want to have to go through, uh, all the points of the, the plot necessarily, but I would definitely like to discuss, um, and if you have any others to bring up, certainly do, but I don't really have a lot more. Mm. I just want to discuss, uh, whether or not their family is racist uh i I, (laughs) is a a difficult discussion but it could be interesting and i have some thoughts about it so i'm curious about what you think as well um so yeah um i i think they are they're just not traditionally Uh, racist they're what we what we uh brown folk like to call new racists right so (laughs) neo so neo racist neo (laughs) neo nazis what (laughs) again it's all connected right so um, yeah, they're not, um, they don't, I don't think they hate yeah. black people. That's the um, thing. Yeah. And I, 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 I believe the, uh, Bradley Whitford's character when he said that he, he would vote for Obama uh-huh. a third time, like that he's just, he's, he's progressive like that. But, um, I think they are racist in the way that they just want to, um, or at least most of them want to, uh, possess black people's bodies because that's the quote-unquote in fashion that yeah. one of the characters makes at that point so um the 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 guy who's going to um take over chris's body um who's uh steven root's yeah. character who yeah, i love I steven root he's great and <laughs> he's everything awesome. um he uh He's a blind guy, and he doesn't care what color Chris mm. is. He's just he just knows Chris is a photographer, and he wants his eye. Like he, he never had the eye for photography himself. He's just yeah. an art dealer. Um, so knowing that Chris has the eye for t- photography, and he's heard how good yeah. his stuff is, um, I think that was the the winning factor for him. Yeah. Uh, to to win the bid to to take over Chris's body. So. Um, yeah, uh, it seemed like everybody else there at that gathering was racist yeah. in some way. Yeah, it's like some um, of them were and some of them were. Um, so, I mean, basically yeah. they, what we find out is like the mom um, hypnotizes people to put them in the sunken place so that they can, the other ones, the dad and the brother are like surgeons and they have like this basement where they, uh, they'll they do like surgery and take part of the brain from one person and put it in the other. So they're going to take brains out of white people, put them in black people and but the part that's connected to the spine and everything like that where where the person can live in the Mm -hmm. second place is still there so they're still under the surface but their brain is like different or whatever and that's what we find out you know like the servants that are there are actually like the grandma and grandpa who took over bodies Mm -hmm. and the other people like bid on them which is so fucked up um but so getting into that though they mention it is because they're like they're not it's like they're they're not racist that they think that the that a black person's body is 
uh, a better body than white people's bodies are. They're more, they're, they're yeah. built better. They're more efficient, whatever. But that white minds, this is where I'm like, they're definitely racist. Like white minds are better than black mm-hmm. minds that they're like, we need to connect yeah. the two. And that's how like, we could live forever as part of their goal, but also that they want like a better body than like a white person's body. And so when I first yeah. saw that, I was like super struggling with that. Like you said, like a new racist thing. So I'm like, they don't hate him, but they are like, you're inferior, but they're also like, we are also inferior, but in a different way. Yeah. But I'm like, when I think about it in real life, I'm like, well, no, we're all equal. There are dumb people and there are smart people, right. but we're all equal. And so that's where I have a big right. struggle with it. But I had to struggle with this afterwards. So I'm like, I don't really know if they're racist or not. They're definitely crazy, <laughs> but right. there are definitely points of them that they are not racist, and then other parts seem like they very much are. So, I think the the idea that they're targeting a minority yeah. group based on the color of their skin sure. makes them racist, but it's because they like them so much. That's, uh, I that's guess. where it turns. Like, it's 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 yeah. very it's very confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. Um, not a good deal for any not of the black that's people the that, are, yeah. that are kidnapped, right? So um, it's obviously taking their life away. That's, you know, it's all bad. Yes. I Like, I get that part. Um, and I, yeah. I have no means think that this is, like, there's actually, like, a not racist part to this. Uh, they definitely are. Right. But it's, like, just trying to figure that out. I think that I think this is what he wanted, Jordan Peele. You know, he wanted a discussion. And, and this is why the movie is so well regarded because it's, it's bigger than just, like, a black and white issue. It's, like, there are a lot of nuances there, and there really are in real life, so. Right, yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, <laughs> one of the things that... Uh, that I wanted to point out was after we find out that Rose turns, yeah. like we actually like see her that she's yeah. in on it on the, the kidnapping and everything. Um, in that final scene where, where Chris is like wrestling with her on the ground as she's already shot mm-hmm. and everything, he puts his hands around her throat and she's uh, like trying to plead with him at first, but then you see her yes. expression change and she has like a, like a Joker like yeah. snarl she on like, her face. She likes it. God, that, that is that is yeah. so creepy. That's so creepy. And and the bad thing is that I watched it uh, three times uh-huh. last night because I watched the the full movie and then I watched the alternate take oh, yeah. without commentary yeah. and then the with commentary <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah. in there every time and it just, uh, just creeps me out. Yeah. Every so time. If you, you want to go ahead and get into the alternate endings? Yes. Yeah. Let's do is that. that. Cool? Yeah. So that that's where it turns is in the movie he's starting to choke her and she smiles at him and then he. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think he decides not to sort of at the same time that a cop car yeah, comes up, he, right? He, or whatever, like a, a flashing lights right. car. Uh, and he's like, I'm not going to kill you. Um, and then it turns out that instead of the cops, it's his friend Rod, who's a TSA agent. And he has a TSA right. like airport car. And, uh, and he's come to save him and stuff. And then they just like leave. And it's like all this stuff, like the house is on fire and people are dead in the street. And, and they're like, you know, that's kind of the ending. But then I didn't even know there was an alternate ending until I saw I bought it last night and then saw there was one. So oh, okay. did you even know there was one before that? Yes, yeah, because we bought it okay, on before, iTunes. Yeah. And they, that was one of the, cool. the extras yeah. on there, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. In the uh, the ending that comes with the movie, yeah, she she doesn't die. He doesn't yeah. kill her. Um, Rod picks him up. She might then... die later, but like to the <laughs> right, gunshot yeah. wound to the yeah, from, chest. Or from, the, yeah, the yeah, open the gunshot belly. wound, right? Um, the... Uh, but yeah, otherwise, um, Chris just asked him how we found him. <laughs> Rod's like, we're T.S. motherfucking A. We know shit. <laughs> he is so good. Yeah, I love all the TSA yeah. jokes and stuff. Like when he goes to the cops too, he's like, I'm TSA, <laughs> yeah. so I know you were trained. I was trained the same way. I might know stuff you don't know. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we, we stop terrorists and shit. Yeah. We're looking for <laughs> higher, higher things like that, but whatever. whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and the alternate um, ending, 
yeah. Yeah. The uh, the alternate ending, um, yeah, uh, now that you mentioned it, yeah, I guess he, he actually chokes and, and kills Rose. And the, is that right? Does he kill her? Yeah, he actually kills her, yeah. Okay, so he kills her there. And then as he's doing that, we see um, the reflection of some police rollers on his skin. We look over at actual cops uh, yeah. this time. I don't know how Rod got a cop car, by the way. It I'm said not airport it on point. it, but I don't really know why it had lights still. Oh, yeah, did? Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it was a door. It says airport, okay. but I don't know why they have that there. And, like, and how he got it, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay, so there's some actual police there. They, um, they have guns trained on him, and he puts his hands up in the air, and then it cuts to black. Next thing we see, uh, Rod is going to, to visit uh, Chris, who's in yeah. prison, and uh, they have a conversation on the the phone between you know that that Lex and Glass. Yeah. And uh, he says um, that he's he's trying to get Chris out of there and everything. And Chris is just like, you know what? I'm done. I did what I had to yeah. do. They're not going to do it to anyone else. And then yeah, that's how it ends. He just goes back to to his cell. And I'm with a very very somber. I'm not honestly ending. sure which one I like better. Um, I yeah. liked the ending when I first saw it. I like that ending a lot. Uh, and it's yeah. it's very well shot. Uh, on the, we you know we both listened to the one with the commentary by Jordan Peele about why he changed it, and uh, yeah. he mentions for one that he was like you know they did a great job of acting in this like it's really emotional scene and he's like giving up mm-hmm. on it. And his friend wants to help him, but he's like at least we stopped them and that he's cool with that. He really is okay, um, and just kind of walks out and that's it. But uh, but Jordan Peele had mentioned that when he wrote it, it was during the Obama years. And I liked it because he said to me like we were in the. He said to me, like, uh, we were in the lies that, raci- that racial problems were over or whatever. Like, right, right. we were like, oh, we have a black president, that's fine. And so he thought, no, he needed to give, like, a gut punch and be like, no, at the end of this scenario that just happened, the black guy would still get arrested. They wouldn't believe him. The yes. house is on fire. Yeah. A lot of the evidence is destroyed. All these people were just murdered in the street. You know, they're going to come <laughs> after him. And, and that's how it really would have happened. And so he wanted that to be, like, the gut punch to be like, no, there is still real stuff happening. Cut to 2017. It was released, what, you say January this year? Is that right? Uh, yes, January, yeah. When fucking Donald Trump comes into office, and he's like, it's a different landscape now, and I, he needed to film something different. And so he did the other one where he was like, I feel like people had enough of the real world, and people were woke now, and but they needed mm-hmm. something to... Like be a, be a lighter ending and be like Chris got away and he's gonna be fine and so he's like yeah he won yeah like he won and and that needs to be the ending he showed the world and I was like man this is a fucking horror movie and this guy's <laughs> out here not only bringing to light like really you know big topics that have come to that would have come to light anyway because there's just a big racially charged you know atmosphere right now but uh, but damn it if he didn't go back and change things given the context of the the world he was releasing it into to make people feel better about the situation they were in. Holy shit, this guy, like, come on, man. This is awesome, you know? Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, stellar. And uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, this has a 99%. Yeah. So I think there's, like, one bad review. There's, like, two out of, like, two? 170 or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just knocking the score yeah. down. Because it had a, when it first came out, it had 100% yeah, it had 100 on Rotten Tomatoes while. for, like, the first, like, couple of yeah. weeks. And, uh, yeah, the one, uh, it, it was incredible. <laughs> and I don't know who gave the bad reviews, and I, I don't think that anybody... This is the same kind of thing with, like, Wonder Woman. I don't I don't think anybody should come out or not like, feel like they can't come out and be like, well, yeah, this was good for what it was, but I didn't like it, and, like, fear that anybody would say, like, a racially charged thing against it. But it does make me right. think that, like, who came out against this awesome movie? Was it Alex Jones? It was Alex Jones, wasn't it? <laughs> Did he do a review of this movie in the liberal agenda? <laughs> like, it makes me think of that, honestly, so... 
I'm sure that the person whoever I'm sure they have valid reasons and whatever, but uh, I'm kind of curious. And even some of the time, some of the rotten, so-called rotten reviews I've read on on uh, Rotten Tomatoes before, they it would be like, yeah, I didn't love it, and they were like rotten, and I was like, because really? they, they would give it like a like a lower rating, whatever. However, they pull it in, and uh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, the way that the the percentage works is like a a pass or fail almost. Like, did they like it or did they not? And then within that, there's like another score that'll be like, and of that, like on Rotten Tomatoes, I think what it is, is like 99% liked it and 99% of them gave it like an eight out of 10. So that's like the, like you're supposed to use like both numbers technically or whatever to like get the best aspect of what it is. It's not saying that it's like 99 out of 100. It's saying that like 99 people out of 100 liked it, but 99 people out of 100 thought it was like an eight out of 10. So anyway, uh, that's what I think it stands out right now, like an eight point something. Uh, for people, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of interesting and, and, uh, yeah, I don't really fault anybody for not liking it, but also I can't, I don't, I, I'd be curious what their reasons would be because it was just a well-made movie and they're, they're wrong. wrong. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you, um, what is your take on the, the grandparents? Um, uh-huh. they're the, uh, the maid and the, and the groundskeeper there. Um, do they have those duties the entire time oh, or just when I wonder somebody that. gets lowered there? I think, yeah, maybe just when someone's there to make it look like okay. they, because they are, like they were servants is like the way they're, they're portraying it, that they had like, right. taken care of those grandparents and they just kept them on. So yeah, I think maybe, I was wondering that too, like I'm sure they just kind of hang out because they're old still. I mean, they can move around now, but like right. you'd think that they would be like doing their own thing. They've made money and whatever and they'd be like living it up. Yeah, so, yeah mean, like they could be doing whatever. If you're just going to come back as... As, yeah. a, as a servant. Yeah, yeah, like what's the point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got groundskeeper. Right. <laughs> Maybe they like to do that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he loves raking leaves. And just, oh, that's, yeah. that's one other thing is when, um, uh, oh man, what is that? What is that dude's name? Uh, let's see here. Walter. Walter, the, uh, the groundskeeper uh-huh. there, where Chris goes outside to smoke a cigarette and then he like looks in the distance. Oh my God. And he sees Walter just like hauling ass towards yeah. him. That part creeps him out every I know. time. There's a gif yeah. of it oh, I yeah. found online <laughs> and I, I just watched it for like five minutes one day just to creep oh, myself that's fantastic. out. No, and it's so good. Yeah. yeah, it's so creepy and like out. That's like when the, the movie is, does a really good job of just being really weird and you don't know why. Yeah. And people are just really yeah. weird and like, um, like Step of Her Wives was something that he had mentioned as like an, an inspiration for this. And uh, you're just like, are they robots? Are they whatever? You don't know what's happening. Like, they're just acting strange. They're not acting like people. And so it's whatever. But yeah, that part's like fucking yeah. creepy. <laughs> yes, it really um, is. There was a, another alternate ending I read about. Have you heard about that one as well? It was on no. the Wikipedia page. Uh-uh. He had talked about, I guess, when he was writing it, a few other... He was coming up with lots of endings, you know, and... And another one that he had, I also, I was like, either one of these three, I thought would have been phenomenal. Uh, there's another one where Rod takes that airport car, he gets through the gates of the neighborhood or whatever, and he's driving down the street, and they have like a main street, uh, like shopping area, and he sees Chris. And he stops, and he's like, Chris, Chris. And he's like, just the same way, like, I was worried about you. And Chris looks back, and oh. he's like, I don't know who you're talking about. And that would be like credits. Oh and I was God. like, even that ending would have been great, like right? crazy good. <laughs> that I been. like that one too. <laughs> it would have been dark, but it's like, it would have been like, oh, he turned, they got him, you know, or whatever. So yeah, uh, that the, obviously uh, would have played out a lot the, differently, but. I like that they use the same score for both of the, the filmed endings oh, yeah. that they've got, which which mirrors the, the opening, I guess oh, not yeah, opening that, scene, but the opening yeah, that weird music, uh, yeah. of the movie that, yeah, where there's like whispering uh-huh. in it and everything. It's yeah. just like. It's creepy. It's creepy. Super yeah. creepy. It's yeah. kind of like in Capital of the Woods, how they open it with like the blood going through, and it's like you don't really know what's happening. Like that music is like, man, this yeah. is kind of weird. It's like setting the tone, and 
Yeah, it's right. cool. Yeah, it really fits. Uh, I, I honestly, when I'm in the movie, I think it's kind of weird. Um, it sounds kind of interesting and different, but uh, but then mm. like it fits the movie so well, and it's and the, the whispers are so creepy, and yeah, it's good. I, I dig awesome. it. So yeah, anything else for you? I love it too. Yeah. No, I think I'm yeah. good. I think that's that's all we have time for <laughs> at this point <laughs> for 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 the movies yeah. anyway. We'll we'll have a, a so, few more things briefly, but uh, we won't take up too much of sure. your time. So um, before we jump over to stuff we like, um, I do want to ask the audience what they think about what we do in the shadows and Get Out. Um, how much did you love them? I'm not even going to ask if you did or not. Uh, just let yep. us know how much you love them. Uh, and uh, like Stephen said at the beginning of the show, if you've got a show suggestion, question, or comment, let us know on Twitter or email. Yep. So, uh, yeah, let's jump over to stuff we like. Um, I've got uh, just one cool. thing I want to talk about this week. Um, so you've got two, Yeah, you're right? going to do one first? We'll switch sure, it off. Yeah. Okay, so the first one I wanted to just recommend was uh, there's a lot of ways out there, I'm sure, online to find out where things are playing or whatever, but uh, the one that I use is uh, justwatch.com, J-U-S-T-W-A-T-C-H.com, um, and it just basically, I like it. It's really simple. I like the interface and stuff. You plug in the movie, and then it has like a whole bunch of things, anything that's on streaming or whatever, or how to get it, how to buy it, how to rent it, mm-hmm. or if it's streaming, uh, but what I specifically like about it is it just has icons across the middle of like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, HBO, Showtime, whatever. And you can click on all of them for the ones that you have. So like I'll click on like Apple and Amazon and Hulu or whatever. And then that's the ones that'll show you like, is it on these different ones that I actually have? Um, so it's just one that oh, I nice. like. Uh, I just want to recommend it to people. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. certainly handy. Yeah. Because when I was trying to figure out where these movies are available, I just had to use my, my phone yeah. here. Um, but yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and speaking of Get Out, I, I couldn't find it anywhere available to stream yeah, neither could at this I. point. Um, so just just buy it on iTunes. Hey, you won't. Yeah, you it. won't. I mean, like, I almost so last night it's it's fourteen ninety nine right now and five ninety nine to rent. And I was like, man, I really <laughs> liked this, but I honestly don't know if I would watch it a lot or not. Like I probably watch it every year around Halloween, but even though it's not like Halloween ish, it's just horror ish. But um, yeah, but yeah, that that price difference was so close that I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy it. And I'm glad I did because right. <laughs> I would love I would love to listen to like a full feature commentary and stuff for it. Uh, yeah, me too. Good, but, yeah, uh, I'm glad I got the alternate ending and they have a lot of deleted scenes too. I want to get through, so yeah, I'm sure I'll be <sighs> revisiting this much more. Oh, man, it, it just popped into my head the the scene where Rose is sitting on her bed eating the oh uh, yes deconstructed <laughs> yes. bowl of cereal. That is so well done for that character. She's just wearing like complete yeah. white. It's just, just eating uh, like a piece at a time and then sipping on a straw of milk from a cup. Like nibbling, yeah. nibbling yeah, on the, nibbling the, the on Fruit Loop. Yeah, even more, yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird, weird, <laughs> weird, weird girl. Um, so my, uh, my thing for stuff we like is um, it's not horror related at all. It's a TV show, um, it's actually a six episode series on Amazon called The Tick. Oh, nice. So he's back. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch the, the cartoon show in the I, 90s? No, I didn't really watch that as much. I They, were, they had like that show with Patrick Warburton. Yes. Uh, yeah. The Tick. I watched some of that, and uh, but not a, not a lot. But uh, this one looked pretty funny, too. Did you like it? I did. Um, it took some getting used mm-hmm. to um, because it's it's kind of odd. I never watched the, the Patrick Warburton oh, okay. show. I never watched the live-action one, but I watched the, uh, the animated version, and I've read some of the comics. Mm-hmm. And um, this, this version of it is... Uh, Oh, man, what is that dude's name? I'm I'm really blanking out a lot today. Uh, oh 
oh man, uh, Peter Serafinowicz is the tick. Okay, that name sounds familiar. Series. Yeah, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy as. Oh yeah, okay. These guys are a bunch of a holes. Yeah, that guy. yeah. I like that guy. Um, he's one of the Nova Corps uh, yeah. guys. He's on Parks and Rec a little bit. Yeah. yeah Later okay. On, okay. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't have an English accent as the mm-hmm. tick. He's he's very very deep and boisterous yeah. almost. Um, so <laughs> this version of it is is. Uh, Pretty straightforward mm-hmm. um, as far as the like comics, the the, the TV show went. Um, he's a, a superhero. Um, he's big and blue, and um, he's got a friend Arthur, who's a sidekick essentially. But uh, the tick just kind of ruins Arthur's life mm-hmm. for the most part. And uh, it's there's like some crazy villains and, and whatnot running around. Um, there's a character called Miss Lint, who I like a lot, who's got like. <laughs> Electric powers, but she's like so staticky all the time that she constantly attracts lint, and she wears black all the time. <laughs> so it's a really ridiculous. I like thing. the goofiness yes, of it. Yes, yeah, it's very, very goofy. Um, there are some um, some special effects in it that aren't great, mm-hmm. but it's I give it some yeah. leeway since it's a season one, still trying to to find themselves a little bit. Um, one thing that threw me off is that they they swear in it, oh, like wow. they will say fuck in it. Which I wasn't oh, expecting. That really surprises me. Yeah. yeah, the the aesthetic of the show doesn't really fit something like that. But I, I just go yeah. with it. You know, it'll it'll grow on yeah. me over time. But um, one thing is the the tick. The first episode was part of Amazon's pilot season, oh, okay. so they release a pilot. You go in there and yeah. vote on it, and mm-hmm. I guess the the top two or three get get like a full series order. Yeah, uh, or a full season order. And um, so the Tick's costume in the first episode looks really, like, shitty. Oh, that's but funny. But in the, the subsequent episodes, his costume looks a little bit yeah. better. So, uh, and somebody comments on it. It's like, did you change? It's like, nope. <laughs> that's <laughs> they, good, though. Just go I on. Like they uh, call yeah. attention to it. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So check out the Tick on Amazon Prime. Yeah, cool. Um, that'd be good. Um, so the next one that I have, um, I used to be a huge fan of The Simpsons. We, we You and I briefly talked about this recently, but... Uh, uh, neither of us have watched that like regularly in years and years, but um, I am right. still and always have been a huge fan of the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Um, and honestly, even those, I don't really watch a lot of the modern ones. I just like a lot of the ones um, I watched them maybe into like from back. Yeah, and, and even up to like maybe like the early like or like mid like two thousand ten ish from the aughts or whatever. But yeah. uh, but there's one episode I, I I put them on a lot around Halloween in the background and stuff. And uh, I have these collections you can buy on iTunes. They're they're really cheap. They're like ten bucks for like five episodes or something. And um, there's one that I wanted to recommend, though, because I thought it was really good. Uh, all three of the um, different stories in it are great. So it's The Treehouse of Horror 7. And the first episode is The Thing and I, which is an episode where there is a, a creature in the attic. And it turns out that I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to spoil all of these because I don't care. It's so old. But it turns out that it's yeah. like a, a, a Siamese twin of Bart's like a conjoined twin of Bart's, <laughs> and they feed it fish heads. I always love that, ep- that that segment, so I thought that was really funny. The next one is the Genesis tub, which is uh, Lisa's doing a science experiment, putting her tooth in Coke to see if it'll dissolve, and she actually shocks it, oh, like right. that, uh, the girl in the tick. Uh, she shocks it, and it creates a civilization, and they like rapidly progress, and they think she's God, and Bart is the devil, and I've always thought that one was really funny. But then the, uh, <laughs> the third one is the reason I really want to recommend it, because it's also one of my favorites, but it's just so appropriate right now. Uh, it's Citizen Kang, and it's whenever Homer gets abducted by Kang and Kodos, the two aliens, uh, brother and sister, we find out, I believe, in this episode. Uh, and uh, and they, or they're like, take us to your leader. And he's like, well, there's an election going on. And it was 96. It was the election of Clinton versus Dole. And they like take, like kidnap them and take their like DuPont people bodies of them. 
And I love it because there's a part where they get revealed to be aliens, and they're like, well, what are you going to do? Vote for the third party? And everybody's like, well, I guess not. And Ross Perot, like, punches his fist <laughs> through a hat. And it just felt very, like, like at the end, it's like uh, they're all, like, enslaved. And Homer's like, well, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> and, and it just felt like, I remember whenever we were going through the election, I kept thinking about that episode because it just felt like, oh, man, I don't know who to choose and all this stuff. And neither of them that great. And I was like, what if they were both aliens? like the Simpsons episode. <laughs> so I just kind of happened upon it again now, and I thought it was good. So I wanted to throw it out there. Uh, Treehouse of Horror 7. Very yes. timely. I like the uh, the one with the uh, with the the evil twin of Bart's, yes. where you find out that Bart is yeah. actually the evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that part's so good. Because it, like, it makes totally sense, too. But uh, yeah, a lot of those are really funny. Um, I like that whole episode, though. When I came on, I was like, fuck, this one's good. This one's good. <laughs> and I got to Citizen King, and I was like, damn it, this episode is good. Man, the Simpsons were on point in the 90s. They were. I remember the episode back in the day where, um, I think it was a Treehouse of Horror episode as well, where they cross over into a 3D yes. dimension. Yeah. And it blew oh, my yeah. mind that you could, like, CGI animate yeah. The Simpsons at that point, and it was just, it's, it, I haven't seen it in a long time, oh, yeah. so in the nostalgia <laughs> part of my brain, it still looks awesome, but it probably looks like uh, shit I watched now, it but. last year, I think, again, and uh, I mean, it's been in the last few years, and uh, yeah, it's funny, it's not great, but it's, it's, it was great for the time, I mean, it was still cool. Yeah. Um, I like that one, too, though, because at the end, Homer goes, he gets, like, sucked into the vortex, and he wakes up in, like, real life, and they just, like, film a street, and he's, like, walking down as, like, cartoon Homer, but then he sees, oh, he's in the window and it says erotic cakes. And he's like, ooh, cake. And he walks in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was a good one, too. <laughs> that was. All right. Well, that is everything that we had for this yeah. episode. So, uh, again, if there's something you want us to discuss or have a comment or want to chime in on the conversation, uh, definitely let us know on Twitter at LTASpod. And, Stephen, if somebody wants to send us an email, where do they go? They would go to Let's Talk About Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Hell yes. Yeah, send us your questions. And if you would, take a quick minute to rate and review us on iTunes yep. uh, specifically. That will help us uh, help other people find us a little bit easier and, uh, and not the other one that shall not be named, <laughs> even though we named it earlier <laughs> in this episode. From this point forward. From this point forward. Unless they release two more episodes and then, uh, then we'll bitch about it in the next one. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> if they do that. Right. Uh, you can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. So until next time, he's Milk Toast. I'm Testicular Rex. <laughs> Let's talk later. Let's talk later. <laughs> well played. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pause it right there. I, I don't know if the, okay. the video started shaking, but I, I kept hearing really loud noises, but I think it was just the video. But nothing was on okay. your end, right? No, I didn't. It I didn't sounded like, almost like knocking or something, <clears throat> but you didn't react to it. So okay. I was like, I'm going to just act normal. So yep. uh, I wasn't quite responding as well as I might have normally at the end of that. I mean, there's a demon behind you, but what? otherwise you're, you're okay. I just looked in my little picture and I was like, no, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Get out. Uh, okay. Not, no. Stay. No, no, no. See. And we're back. You guys like that joke. That was a good one. Uh, it's good. A great, great pod. Um, uh, I just fizzled out. I'm fucking stressed.